Roughnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, February 7th. My eyes are so bad. 2023. And this is episode number 610, 610, loop 610, all the way around the show. Welcome to the program, welcome to the show, thank you guys for being here, thank you for showing up. Hello, let me send a tweet right, right fast, could you, would you, can I, please, thank you, please and thank you, uh, there we go, okay, tweet is out, uh, a glorious day in uh, Barry on Deck land here in the palatial studios of Barry on deck. It's not palatial. It's just an office that I darkened the background so you can't see how dirty it is and how messy it is. Uh, but eventually the goal is to like lighten it up and have the the shelves back there be all lit up and stuff. That's that's eventually the goal. Step one is I got to clean this godforsaken office and then we'll get to the rest of it after that. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. That's... That's, oh shit! What did I do? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Now, see, I shouldn't have touched nothing. Don't touch it. Hey, what's up? All right, we got a busy show today. I'm excited about today's show. I have been working on this show, something specific about this show for many, many weeks now. Um, as a lot of you guys know that are new or maybe that have not new, but have been watching the program for a while, uh, on occasion we get raided by a channel called book it sports and they always send over a huge big raid of their community. Sorry, community. And, uh, it's, you know, four five, 600 people. It never fails. And, and without a doubt, they, they hang around a lot of them do till the end when they, when they come in, you know, we'll have a, we'll have 150 watching till the very end of the show. So it's super dope. Um, so because of that, I started to kind of get to know, uh, the goings on over there and learned about the people. And, uh, I learned that Trent Atia is the, uh, the brains of the man, uh, behind the book at sports and, uh, book it with Trent on Twitter and TikTok and all that. So uh, I was trying to get him on. I wanted to talk about the origin story of Book It and him and what, you know, what his his career path is and what the goal is and just kind of get to know the dude. He seems like a, um, a really interesting guy. So finally got in touch with uh, his folks and... <laughs> it's happening today at 4 o'clock. So Trent Adia is going to join me. I think I'm saying it right, Atia. Yeah, and Trent Atia. Y'all know I'm bad with names. Trent Atia going to join me. I, I just call him Book It with Trent or Trent. But yeah, he's going to join me today at around 4 o'clock. Now, he does his surgical stream up until about 4, which is normally when they raid us. 
Uh, so he's going to join. I think they're going to just raid and then he's going to join up and, uh, we'll shoot the shit and, uh, figure out what the deal is. Maybe get some insight and thoughts of his on the Super Bowl and, uh, if he's going to do any crazy bets or anything like that. And, uh, we'll just have a good time. We'll have fun with it. So I'm super excited about that. That's going to go down around four o'clock this afternoon. In the meantime, in the meantime, we have so much to get to. I mean, not like a ton of sports. We're all just kind of waiting on two things this week. One, we're waiting on the uh, NBA trade deadline to go down on Feb 9, which is Thursday. And then, of course, of course, we're waiting on that huge uh, cricket match between Singal. Okay. Uh, Obviously, we're waiting on Super Bowl 57. I don't even know the number. Is that bad? Does that make me a bad sports talk guy? I don't, I don't know the number. Is it 57? I almost, oh my God. Oh my God. What is happening to me? I almost put sports bowl and not super bowl. I'm an idiot. Uh, super bowl 57. Okay. I was right. Thank God. Uh, so that's, what's going down. That's what we're doing today. Uh, but I've got a ton of stuff to discuss. I've got some sports headlines for you. Obs that uh, we got to get to a story we didn't get to yesterday about what's going on with the Cardinals and why haven't they uh, found a head coach yet. So we'll discuss that. I've got MLB farm system rankings from Keith Law, I believe is who did these rankings. So we can talk some of that. Um, And then I've got like, I actually did some research and have a ton of, of non-sports stories. Now, there is one thing I want to get to. Valentine's Day is next week, and I tweeted out a joke. And um, there was a comment on it that really perturbed me. So I want to discuss that, and we will get to that, I promise, because I don't think I could just let this go. Uh, so that's we've got that. I've got a ton of, like I said, non-sports stories. I've got a film session we can do. Uh, where one guy fights like eight people plus a, another video um, that'll make you not want to have kids. I mean, it did make me not want to have kids, but it'll make you probably not want to have them. And if you have them, it might make you want to put them up for adoption or I don't know, like take them to a, another neighborhood and let it go. Let them go. One deep said, let it go. No, I'm not letting it go. You know, you, that's the thing. That's why I love having animals is that if it gets to the point where it's too much, you know, like with kids, you got to take them to a firehouse or take them to the adoption center. And sometimes they're, you know, 15 years old and you feel weird and it's tough to get them in the car because now they're stronger and they can fight you. And, um, you know, with a, with an animal, you can be like, you want to go for a ride? And then you just take them to another neighborhood and drop them off and you, you know. It's a lot harder to do that with a kid. I mean, it could be done. It could be done. I wonder if anyone's ever done that, like taking a kid to a neighborhood and be like, I'll be right back, and then just ghosted them. Probably. There's some terrible parents out there, some awful people out there. All right, let's get to our chat. If you're new to the program and you don't know what that means, that is the shout-out. So the chat is, is the uh, it's not the past tense of shit. It is the people that make this show possible on a daily basis. Oh, my mic is a bit low. Thank you, Aaron. Look at Aaron coming in. Dude, it's... Oh, that's a little high now. It peaked out. Uh, hey, homo Astros fan. <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I didn't even hear it fire off. Um, 
Yeah, sorry. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that, uh, Aaron. Um, yeah, I, I'm having all kinds of problems with vMix and this Roadcaster. I really need to get a new version of this Roadcaster. They dropped the new one, and I need to get it, but it's like $700. So I'm hoping I can find someone that's wanting to get into the business or do something and, and get started. Um on a budget and I can sell the old one, which works perfectly. It's just not vibing with my V mix. Like all the buttons and everything works fine. Um, especially if you use like OBS or some shit like that. So, uh, anyways, let's get to the chat, which is the shout out to the chat. And it's saying hello to you people. What do you mean? You people, you know what the hell I mean? Uh, by the way, I was so close 204 ish 205 ish is, is when we started. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I'm working on it. It wasn't 210 or 215, so. Uh, all right, let's get to the chat. Shout out to the chat. Now, I didn't get it fired up early on my screen, which is my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, hey, Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. I appreciate you, fam. Um, so let's see. Oh, by the way, I missed Red Eyes, uh, Simon Ghost Riley and Interweb Studios followed yesterday and Killian Music. Thank you for the uh, shout out yesterday on the stream. Much appreciated there and in the mud, um, whom we rated at the end of the day. So I do see, uh, early on was Brian Pettit. Uh, Alan Denson was in early and so was Nightbot, that raggedy bitch. Who else was here? Cisco was in early. And AJB, what's up, pimp? How are you? Christopher Reyes, Mr. 1%. Uh, Clee, what's up, Clee? Uh, who else? Uh, Rudy Rod, early. Uh, sanitize, wash hands, back the fuck up. There you go. What is GTS? Going through shit? Is that, is that what you were trying to say? I don't, I don't know. I hope you're okay, buddy. Uh, Jared Taylor is here. John Dory's in the building. CZ! Thank you for the 16-bit, sweetie. Uh, Joshy Boy from Tennessee. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the program, Joshy Boy. Uh, listen, if you're new, which I feel you are because you just followed, uh, snacks are down the hall on the right. Uh, bathrooms are on the left. If you make a mess in the kitchen, clean it up. Uh, no whores after dark. Okay, and that's the only rules of the house. Otherwise, have a good time. Uh, who else is in the chat? Let's see. John Dory, I got. CC. What's up, girl? Uh, who else? Damn it. No, that's not what I wanted. Uh, Keith, what's up? Keith Sager, good to see you, man. Thank you for being here, my law talk buddy. Jen, hello, Jen, working diligently on our football squares, doing a great job, as always. Much appreciated. Jeff Bell, what's up, dude? Hey, Jeff, I just saw um, an article about your beloved, didn't, beloved, not beloved. I mean, they're not beloved. Are they beloved? They're not beloved. Maybe when Elway was there. But um, your, your Denver Broncos where somebody asked Sean Payton, they were like, hey, is Russ going to be able to have his uh, quarterback coach and other personnel in the building? And he was like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. We're not doing that. We're going to have our people and um, and our, our we're going to have our, our players and our coaches and our staff and and that's it. Oh, look at look at Shawnee boy. Oh, Shawnee Payton putting the foot down early. So uh, Russ not going to have his personal quarterback coach in the building for Denver. So we'll see how that goes. SVG, what's up, homie? Good to see you. Flip, what's up, pimp? Hello, hello, and welcome. Christy, uh, hey, by the way, Bills Mafia Double X, thank you for the follow. You can uh, follow Josh Boy down the hall. Snacks and whatnot are on the right. Bathroom's on the left. No whores after dark. There you go. Same for you, J88. Thank you for the follow. 
if that is your real name. Who, whose last name is 88? That's so weird. Uh, Christy, good to see you, sweetie. Christy, I'm a little concerned here. What does this mean? Did you uh, do this and get arrested? Do you need to call uh, Jim Adler? What is what is happening right now? Did you get this? Christy, please tell me you were not drinking and driving. For the love of God, tell me that. Hey, what's up, Clee? Uh, Clee said, I mean, you are a bad sports guy, but not because of the... Okay, kiss my ass. All right. Kiss my ass. Um... I mean, truth hurts. What's up, PB Dubs? Valentine's Day is a scam. One deep, let it go, B. I shall never let it go. Never, ever, ever. Uh, Mark G is here. What's up? FJ, what's up? Who else? Who else? Who else? Homo Astros fan. What's up, homie? Good to see you. Alan Denson, I got Dubs. What's up, J Cross? Two days in a row. Look at you. <gasps> Fancy pants. Two days in a row for J Cross. I'm so blessed. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Twitch Jesus. Um, hey guys, sixteen nine. That's not. That's not it. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Dilga, what's up, Trent? Today that'll be fun. Oh, it's gonna be a hoot. I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna have a good time. I hope. I hope he has a good time. I mean, that would suck if he's like, "This show sucks. We're never raiding or popping by again." That would suck. Uh, who else? Chrissy said, I did not know, but this man who was driving a Tesla did and wrecked into eight cars. Oh, no. It's a lot on my desktop. Oh, no. That sucks. Uh, what's up, Alex? Miller? Good to see you. Dick Willie, what's up? Twitch Jesus. Yes. Twitch Jesus. No, I was talking about you being on time two days in a row. Oh. Kiss my ass. Jerk ass. Jerk. Oh my God, was that like super loud for you guys? That was super loud. Uh, where the fuck was that? What? How, how did that happen? Audio, where's my... Uh, wow, that was oh so very loud. I don't, I don't know why it was oh so very loud, but it, it was. Uh, okay, well, here's your sports headlines for the day. Here it is. Um, sources are saying that the 49ers have hired Steve Wilkes, um, former one-year coach of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, former interim coach for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they have hired Steve Wilkes as their new defensive coordinator. So really, um, Niners lose uh, D'Amico Ryans and replace him with a highly regarded, um, well, well-versed and sought-after uh, defensive coordinator and Steve Wilkes. So uh, Steve Wilkes is your new, if you're a Niners fan, I don't even think we have any Niners fans, your new uh, 49ers defensive coordinator. So, you know, I guess in a lot of ways, rich get richer, maybe. Niners were already good. Defense was already good. Steve Wilkes right back at it with the Niners. Uh, did not get the interim job, obviously, in Carolina. Probably pissed him off. Oh, look at Alex said, go Niners. Um, has David Cully found work? That's a good question. I doubt it because he's like Cadillac and on a five-year deal. So let me see. I'm looking at his, uh, wiki page. Let's see what it says. Recently served as head coach. Cully has 45 years of coaching experience. No, the last thing on his Wikipedia 
was head coach for the Texans in 2021. That's it. So nothing since. So I'm guessing he's just, I mean, would you, bro? Come on, tell the truth. Would you, you're getting paid millions. What was the, what was the deal they signed him to? David Cully signs with Texans. Uh, Cully originally signed a five-year contract with the Texans in January 2021 to be their fourth full-time head coach. Bro, you're going to pay me for four more years? I ain't doing jack shit. I'm going to be at the beach. I'm going to be at the bar. I'm going to be at the cigar bar. I'm going to be at the tanning salon. I'm going to be at the, the, the fucking, I don't know, wing stop, all that shit. I'm going to get fat. I'm not doing nothing for four years. Are you kidding me? Think about it this way. Look at it this way. It's a lot like when you get laid off and then you get unemployment. You're like, I mean, I'll take a couple months off. That's that's happened to me. Not this past time, obviously, when I got laid off from ESPN radio, uh, I got laid off on a Monday. My last show was a Wednesday. Barry on deck's first episode was the following Monday. So I had like four days off between gigs. And I spent all of that planning Barry on deck. But in the past, like when I got laid off from Halliburton, when I was a project manager there, we got like a, I got like a pretty sweet, I won't give out details. I don't know if I signed a non-disclosure or not, but I got a pretty sweet severance package where I was able to Cadillac and get the same salary that I had. I was getting for months. Best believe I didn't do shit. Nothing. Not a damn thing. I would wake up, scratch my balls, roll over, go back to bed. And then like 10 minutes before my wife get home, I would get up and go act like I was doing the dishes like I had been doing chores all day. You ever do that, fellas? I do that. I do that. I think a lot of us are guilty of that where you don't do shit. Like your wife's like, while I'm gone, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, okay, I know I'm going to do it. And then she leaves. She's like, I'll be back in five hours. And then like four hours and 45 minutes later, You're like, oh, shit, she's down the block. You look at your uh, tracker iPhone because you're a weirdo. Or maybe she calls you and she's like, we're down the block. Or she's like, hey, I'm going to stop and get some uh, something to eat. Do you want something? Hell yeah, I do. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I got to get up and do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's how it goes. Ladies, you don't know that. Also, ladies, spoiler alert. We'll just do this. I'll just, since since I'm spilling the beans. Also, spoiler alert, ladies. When your man calls you while you're on the road, and I've talked about this on this show before, just, just kind of catching the folks up here. When your man calls, he's like, hey, what's up? What, what are you doing? Let's say you and your, you, you and your friends, we're going to go to the mall, do some shopping, just have a girl's day, you know, just doing stuff. And uh, you're like, hey, uh, you call about 2.30. You're like, hey, um, what uh what's going on you having a good time yeah 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 when uh when you think you'd be home i was gonna maybe uh either eat or make some dinner or see if you were gonna bring food or something like that he's totally about to jerk off just just so we're clear he's just trying to see does he have a window where you're not gonna come home and accidentally catch him oh we're gonna go x and here and then that no i should be home at about 30 perfect all i needed was four I needed four minutes, so good. You're not down the road. I'm in. Um, <laughs> all right, I got to get the rest of the chat. Let's do the rest of the chat. Oh, I did already. I'm sorry. I'm catching up here. By the way, this is just a made-up scenario in my head. What? 
He was already looking to get a retirement, and the Texans said, oh, we've got a deal for you. Oh, yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah, he's uh, it's, <laughs> Alex said he's butt-ass naked in Thailand. I wonder if there's like a resort where all these, Cliff Kingsbury went to Thailand, one-way ticket with a hot chick. You know, I don't know if David Coley went with a hot chick or not, but um, yeah, maybe he's in Thailand. Maybe, yeah. What? I'm sorry, Perry. Cece <laughs> said, we know. Do you really? Damn it. That sucks. What's up, Nick Gambo? Good to see you, buddy. Here I was thinking I was, uh, you know, giving you the scoop and the lowdown on dudes and how we act, but I guess not. Uh, Barry was a well-paid masturbator during that time. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. That is not true at all. Uh, breaking bro code. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what that is. Uh, Christy said that's selfish. Wait till I get there so I can. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. Um, yeah, most wives don't think like that, Christy. False. I'm wondering what kind of food to prepare my body for. That's okay, Clee. Yeah, right. Stop it. Stop it. You're 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 doing disgusting things to your body while your while your wife is out and about. Um, what I miss? I thought I missed something here. Okay, back to the headlines. I guess I didn't. Back to the headlines. So. There's 49ers hiring Steve Wilkes, the LIV Golf League, their lawyers, they've been tied up in court. And as you know, this is a Saudi Arabia funded or backed golf tour, a new one, literally had virtually zero revenue, according to the lawyers. Now, you can you can view this one of two ways, right? This could just be posturing in uh in the court of law and trying to say oh we're not getting nothing man we're just it sucks we don't make no money we're so broken sad and maybe they're not going after sponsors or whatnot or you know maybe they're breaking even and so they're just saying they're not making money chances are um they're not making a ton of money with all the money they're paying the the golfers that they pilfered from the pga but that doesn't mean that they're broken destitute, but of course they're going to go to court and make it appear as such. So don't get fooled, folks. Don't get fooled. What is this? I don't, I don't know. No, I don't believe you. Oh, oh, good. Gam Chit on Facebook just said, hello. I'm really impressed with your profile and personality. I love your photos and I appreciate your good sense of humor here. Can we be friends? I hope I'm not intruding, and I look forward to hearing from you. Well, Ngam Chit, I would like to, uh, and Gam Chit, you're not friends on Facebook, works at Owns Business, studied at Chulalongkorn University. Chulalongkorn? I, sh- I shit you not. I'm not making this up. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Look, this is just a message I just got on Facebook. Nam Chit. Studied at Chula Longhorn University. Hello, I'm really impressed with your profile and personality. See? The rest of you hating ass sons of bitches. Yeah, I got Nam Chit on the line. Super impressed with my uh, profile and personality. Who also appreciates my good sense of humor here and uh, photos. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Nora. I'm gonna tell Nora. I'll be like, you know what? For straighten up. 
fly right. I got options. I got I got Nam Chit beating down my door, woman. She likes my photos, and my personality, and my good sense of humor. Aaron Rabel said that school's in Thailand. No shit. We mentioned Thailand, and immediately they start messaging me on Facebook. Chula Longhorn. Is that real? That can't be real. Chula Longhorn. It's like they, they combined Chula Vista, the University of Texas Longhorns, and the band corn. Chula Longhorn was the fifth monarch of Siam under the house of Chakri. Pretty sure I whited that up, saying it wrong. Uh, okay, yeah, Chula Longhorn University is a real thing. Chula World's top 16. Uh, there you go. Well, Nam, Nam Chit. That is her real name. Uh, I just want to say, I mean, I got options, okay? She's really impressed with my photos and my personality. Okay. Um, that was super awk. Uh, what's the stalker alert? Sounds legit. Uh, let's see. What is this? Same, same chit's sister. <laughs> that was well done, CC. That's somebody trying to recruit you to a sex cult. Yeah. Let me know when you get to the bad part, Terrence. Terrence, do you think if someone, they wouldn't have to recruit. This is not a hard sell for me. Hey. Do you want to join a sex cult? Yes. Well, I mean, do you want to know what it's about? No. You had me at sex cult. Yeah, but, you know, we do weird stuff. Okay. I'm in. Don't forget the name of the street he grew up on. What? Who? What? Jenny, his mom's last name when she was a child was... Uh, I'm not saying that. Uh, saying she liked the photos was a dead giveaway of a scam. Yeah, nobody has that opinion from your photos. Oh, fuck you, Clee. <sighs> you know, I'm so funny. I'm in my friendly berry. That was my stage name? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. There's that. All right, back to our sports headlines. You guys are never going to let me finish this, and neither is Nam Chet. Uh, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, what is his first name? Is Ralph Laurie? No, that's Ralph Lauren. Uh, why can't I remember this dude's name? Because I'm terrible with names, that's why. Uh, Lurie, Lurie. Uh, pfft, damn it. It's uh, uh, Jeff Lurie, right? Jeffrey Lurie? Yeah, I guess that's it. Yep, Jeff Lurie. Uh, he basically said Jalen Hurts has nothing to prove that he's going to get an extension and they're going to take care of him. And and why wouldn't you? The the year that he had, he got the Eagles back to a Super Bowl. Is it going to backfire? Maybe. Could it? Absolutely. If I was a gambling man, would I bet that that's going to backfire and Jalen Hurts will be um, worse than he is better for the remainder of his career? Yes. 100%. But that's okay. I'm a Debbie Doubter. I'll, I'm I'm that guy. I don't believe in Jalen Hurts' skill set. I'm sorry. Um, but I, he's proved me wrong so far. Uh, but you know what? You, 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 at this point, you really don't have a choice. You'd be foolish, foolish uh, 
if you didn't extend him or you made this a long drawn out battle. So Jeff Jeffrey Lurie saying the right things and, and getting it done the right way and, and bringing back Jalen Hurts so he's going to get an extension. And the last thing on the list, and we'll talk to Trent about this when Trent Atio joins me at uh, 4 o'clock today here on Barry on Deck. There was a survey that says 50 million adults are going to bet $16 billion on the Super Bowl. A lot of, it brings out a lot of the casual gamblers and, and, and wagerers. And I don't know if they count like squares in that or not. I don't know if that's included. I, would that be considered gambling? I guess so, because you're, you're spending money at the hopes of making more money. So in a sense, that is gambling. Um, hey, what's up, Stephen Luther? Good to see you, buddy. What does it say? Do you see what people be taking to the woods? No. Um, Abbott banning TikTok. Oh, yeah. We do need to talk about that at some point. The University of Texas banned it. So, um, yeah, 50 million adults are going to bet and wager on the Super Bowl. I, I'm guessing that includes, like, Super Bowl squares because that would be a form of gambling. But um, it does bring out the casuals. But that makes it more fun because... Unless you're a Chiefs fan or unless you're an Eagles fan, you really have, you know, other than the commercials and the fact that it's the Super Bowl, it gives you an extra rooting interest in the game. You can pick a side and you root for that side because your money is riding on them. By the way, I still don't know. I still haven't even crunched the numbers. I haven't done my due diligence. Uh, I'll probably do that Wednesday night or Thursday. And we will go over it either Thursday afternoon on the show or Friday on the show. And don't forget, programming note, um, no show tomorrow. I am in Dallas. I've got a, uh, a private gig for a corporation up in Dallas where I'll be telling jokes. And then back on Thursday, we'll do our three-hour Thursday, our private third hour for the Patreon members of this fine program. And then we get back to regularly pro, regular programming on Friday. So we're just taking the Wednesday show, and we're scooching it on down to Friday. So we will do a show on Friday, but there will not be a show tomorrow. Um, so, you know, act accordingly and plan accordingly. Um, and speaking of wagering on the Super Bowl, uh, the, we do have squares. Jen has informed me that our current sitch, our current sitch, oh, is it? Oh, no, that was 26 minutes ago. By the way, is my mic better now, Aaron Raybould? Is that better? Does it sound better? Does it sound better? Barry's selling out to corporatism, literally shaking my head, thought you were for the little people. What the fuck are you talking about, Clee? Doing comedy for a corporation isn't selling out. By the way, like I could literally, I don't know why I sounded like a 15-year-old girl right there. Literally, Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, listen, Linda. Bro, if I got one corporate gig a month, oh, do you understand how much pressure that would relieve off of me doing this show? Let's, you know what? You know what's funny to me, Clee? If that is your real name, you know, what's funny to me? Oh my God. I got to clean the underside of this keyboard. You know, what's funny to me is that, uh, it's easy for y'all with a fucking full-time ass job making money to judge us that don't and say, we're selling out when we go do some shit to make money, to keep continuing being able to do this show and do comedy. Kiss my ass. If that's a sellout, then yeah, my fucking call me MC hammer. I sold out. Um, so I did. What the fuck? 
No, no, I'm not falling for that. What's with all the spam? Tons of spam. Kyle, oh, it's not my real name. It's Kyle. Oh, whatever. At least it's not Ed Shireen. Oh, that's Sheeran. Okay, whatever. Shut up, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I. That, it's not selling out, dude. It's it's definitely not selling out. It's fucking trying to earn a earn a living and fucking pay bills so I can keep doing this. Um, Jen, there we go. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Uh, appreciate you. We have five Patreon squares left. If you're a member of our Patreon community supporting this show, so I don't have to go do corporate gigs eventually and can just focus on this full time. Uh, if you're a member of Patreon, we have five squares left. Um, oh, wow. Look at you, Jen hustling our public board. We have one full already and we are almost full with another board. So we have seven squares left remaining on our public. If you want to get in on the public board or heck, maybe you, uh, you, you're, you're a Patreon member and you forgot to get in and you want to get one of those last five remaining squares. Just email Jen, Jen, at barryondeck.com jen at barryondeck.com she's going to send you all the info you get signed up uh and yeah if we get enough interest we can open a fourth board like she said we opened one last year so uh mcgeezy said green screen a hot tub to go full time no i'm not i'm not doing that i'm not doing that uh i know clee i was just fucking with you i was i was rolling with the bit clee clee said i was i need a sarcasm font I was going with the bit, Clee. Kyle, fuck, whatever. Clishrin? Kyle. Um, I'm not, I'm, no. Now, see, that, that would be selling out. Doing a hot tub stream, that would 100% be selling out. I already show my titties. For bitties. What do you want from me? Uh, Donna said, I just can't. I'm already on five different boards. <laughs> I may have a problem. Donna, you have a, yeah, you need an intervention, Donna. Jeez. Five boards? How many squares do you have on each board? There's got to be like some sort of mathematical equation that says, depending on what the, the how much the squares are and how many squares you buy. Obviously, the more you buy, the the better your chances of winning. But there's got to be like a tipping point, right? Where like if you, uh, if you, you know, buy 20 of the 100 squares, you, you have like a one in five chance of winning. But how much money did you donate versus how much you'd win? You'd make about, well, 25 bucks if you hit once. The shitty thing is, is you wouldn't make any if you don't hit, so. Um, I have five on the Patreon board. There you go. I'm on three boards this year. How many do y'all normally join? It's like, it's, I feel like squares are kind of like fantasy football leagues, right? Some of you will have three, four five different things going. And some of you will just do maybe one. Um, Perry said, yeah, we don't ask you to show your titties. Listen, a deal's a deal. Perry, I know damn well. Let me tell you something, Perry. I know damn well, as soon, I mean, as soon as I pull this titty out. First of all, you go to Boner Town. Second of all, you call your wife and you're like, hey, how long are you going to be? You, uh, you're going to stop and get food? I was just curious. I was just trying to see uh, how much what was going to happen when you're going to be home. You know damn well, Perry. 
Damn, Dave is on eight boards? Lord Jesus. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> Chuck Never Boogie said, one of my boards is a wash. All my squares touch Ivan, so I'm fucked. <laughs> 15 squares, Donna? Damn. You got a lot of squares. That's uh, That's a whole lot. That's too many. Just too much. Yeah, that's 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 too much, Donna. You gotta you gotta get that you gotta get that figured out. That's way too many. Oh, what the hell is this? What in the wide wide world of sports is what? Uh, what the hell? What's happening here? I was trying to uh fix my sound. Something crazy is going on. All right, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'll I'll fuck with it later. Let's see. Uh, 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 nope. Oh, there we go. Oh, see, that should work. That's so weird. Um, hmm. okay. Um, Brian said, wow, wow, what? Seeing Barry on deck titties is better than seeing no titties. See, 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 that's what's up. Um, get those sandbags ready. Shut up. I'm on eight boards, probably 50 squares. That's a lot. That's a, that's a whole lot. Did I say one in, uh, okay. It was one in four if you bought 20. No, I said one in five. Oh, you're on four. Okay. You're on four board. I thought you were correcting my math about buying 20 squares. I was like, it's a hundred numbers. If you buy 20 squares, that's one in five chance of winning. How dare you? Maybe that's why you suck at gambling, Ivan, because your math is terrible. You're like, odds. I don't need no stinking odds. By the way, whoever talked me into the uh, Kings minus seven, well done. Well, well done. That hit. I'm telling you, I would probably take, I would probably um, take whoever the Rockets are playing and give them the points. It's a, it's a steady, it, it feels like you're making money no matter what. <laughs> Uh, different types of gambling problems. True, true. Um, milking that bit is legit. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, let me, hold on. I got to make sure. One thing I got to be aware of is that the the Book It team might be reaching out uh, for Trent. So Trent Atia is going to be joining me. At four o'clock. So don't forget, uh, Trent Atia from Book It Sports. Right now, he is doing the surgical stream over on the Book It Twitch channel. So he's going to be here talking uh, all things Book It and Super Bowl and wagering. I I really just wanted to get like y'all know me, y'all know how this show started. It wasn't necessarily about I want to get Trent on and just talk about gambling. I wanted to get Trent on and talk about his background and how he got started and. Uh, where the concept of book it came from and what's the, what's the goal? What's the plan? What are we, what's, what is he hoping to accomplish and how did he get there? And you know, all that, all the interesting stuff about the story behind it. Cause it's already successful. Um, they're already killing it. So I just kind of wanted to find out what's up. So we're going to do that at four o'clock. And of course we'll talk some wagering and super bowl bets and, and, and otherwise. All right. So we had a story yesterday that I didn't get to talk about it actually it was from last week when the texans had announced 
um, that they were hiring D'Amico Ryans and the Broncos announced that they were hiring Sean Payton. There was an article that came out uh, about the man, the myth, the legend. Well, it really wasn't about him. It was about the fact that Arizona has been really unable. And this was according to an article, I think, on Barstool or something like that. But they've been having a tough time getting anybody locked in to their head coaching job because a lot of folks don't want to be tied to Kyler Murray. I mean, he just signed the extension. He ain't going anywhere for a while. Even if they wanted to, they couldn't get rid of him right now. He's in the building. He's a part of it. And I think as a head coach, that would deter me too. I I don't know if Kyler Murray is the answer. I don't know if he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I don't know if he's a guy that you can have a ton of success with. He's uber talented. Uber talented. Um, But I just, uh, so far... He hasn't proven to be the kind of winner that you expect under center in the NFL. So a lot of teams, like, uh, or I should say a lot of coaching candidates are reportedly, and this doesn't mean this is 100% factual, but um, reportedly they're having a tough time filling a position because people don't want their quarterback to be Kyler Murray. This is uh, this is from Pro Football Network. Why is the Arizona Cardinal head job taking so long to fill? Question mark. If you are to believe what the people in Mobile are saying, it's due to Kyler Murray, and it's not because the quarterback has a large say in the matter. Rather, many of the desired candidates uh, don't want to take the job, knowing they'll be tied to the hip for Murray for the next four seasons uh, after he signed a five-year, $230 million contract in late August. And anyone who takes the Cardinals job will have no options in the foreseeable future at quarterback. And that's it. That's part of the problem. You've got to... Ride or die with Kyler Murray. So, um, and this was all happening in the Senior Bowl um, down in Mobile. So, it says newly minted Arizona GM Monty Osenfort is a longtime Patriots guy. We see most of these expats try to replicate the success they had in New England elsewhere by hiring former Belichick assistants as their head coach and purging the roster uh, to fit their way of doing things almost always ends in spectacular failure. So I don't know. It says, um, funny how the local media and Cardinals fans react to my call outs related to their face of the franchise. So I guess this was just a guy who said that they're not happy, but um, it could be a problem not having the right guy and having signed that guy to a long-term deal can be a serious problem. Steven, the weather guy said, go hire Lincoln Riley. That'd be a huge mistake. They just did that. You understand that, right? Like they literally just fired their version of Lincoln Riley from a few years ago. That's what Cliff Kingsbury was a dynamic, uh, offensive, brilliant, offensive minded head coach with no NFL experience who could line up the scoreboard in college. And then he tried to do that in Arizona and it just didn't translate. Now, again, I think it kind of got a raw deal. There were a ton of injuries for the Cardinals last year. I mean, uh, DeAndre Hopkins was suspended for damn near half the season. So it, 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 it is a, um, it's a conundrum. That's for sure. I mean, think about that. Think about, think about other teams who, you know, might be having the same situation or the same problem that the, the Broncos were one of them. But I think Russell Wilson's on a whole different level than um, 
than Kyler Murray. So uh, Catfish says, isn't Kyler out next year as well? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, let me see. Uh, Kyler Murray injury. Uh, Kyler Murray suffered a torn left ACL and men, uh, meniscus on December 12, 2022, and will miss a significant chunk of the 2023 season. But I do have good news for you. If you're a Cardinals fan, I do have good news. Um, there were reports of his work. Hold on, what does it say? He did all right with Kyler. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, Steven. Like, yeah. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury did all right with some guys. Uh, is It's an NFL contract, so they're, are they really tied to Murray for four more years? Yeah, because of the guarantee and the amount and the dead money. You just, yeah. They're tied. At least three of the four, I'm sure. Uh, and Jen, by the way, Jen saying, uh, breaking news. <laughs> this is so weird. All of my sounds are missing. This is so crazy, you guys. Let me play that again. I don't even see that in my mixer. How the fuck is that possible? How is that possible? Uh, nonetheless, breaking news, folks. Um. Oh, that's so strange. Oh, it's off on the side over there. You dirty, dirty man, you. Um, Super Bowl squares are sold out for Patreon. So if you were a Patreon member. And you were going to get squares. Too late. You done goofed. You done goofed. They're gone. You can get in on the public squares still. We had like five left or seven left, so do that. Uh, the Cardinals are football purgatory. Not a big market team. Always middling like the pre-hardened Rockets. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the Texans, too. I mean, let's be real. All right, so anyways, Perry brings up a good point. Or not Perry. Um, Catfish said, isn't Kyler out? as well for next season. And that is a good point that we need to discuss. Uh, yes, Kyler Murray is uh, out, but good news. Uh, good news is that uh, rehab, he has already started his rehab and uh, it appears to be going well. In fact, here's some footage uh, of Kyler during his rehab. Let's see. Let's check it out. Yep. There you go. Kyler Murray uh, already back in the gym, getting it in. And um, ACL looks to be fine. I mean, he's he's already doing squats. So uh, good for him. Yeah. And I mean, look, I, you can say that that's not him because it doesn't look exact. But you know what? Uh, it is definitely because Jordan it wouldn't lie like that. So there you go. Kyler Murray back in the gym, getting it in. Maybe he doesn't miss the bulk of the season. I don't know. You be the judge. Um, I swear to God, when I saw that, I, I spit coffee out of my mouth. I just, I, I died laughing when I saw that. Uh, the Cardinals are football per tour. We got that. Uh, will they take Davis Mills? Who? The Cardinals? I don't know. I doubt it. Let's not even talk about making a little kid like that actually do exercise thank you rob thank you so much for uh pointing it out yeah no i pr appreciate that rob 
Rob said, "You thank you." Rob is like uh, Rob is like the barbecue version of House, which House is like the spam version of Rob. I don't know. Uh, you see, it's funny because it's not really Kyler Murray. Thank you, Rob, so much for the. I, I hope you. Fu- I hope you burn your chicken, and the next time, I hope you. You know what I mean? Like, I hope. I hope. Uh, yeah. I hope you burn your chicken. Uh, Rice wouldn't even take Davis Mills. Well, that's probably true. All right, so there's an update for you. Kyler Murray, they're having a tough time uh, getting a head coach in uh, Arizona. So uh, next thing I want to discuss, and you know what? This is a, um, a sports and entertainment show. That's what I bill it as. Whether you believe that or not is totally up to you. I can't, I can't make you buy into to my marketing scheme. Just making sure uh, they're not messaging me. They are not. No. All right, we should be good. We good. Oh, you know, I, I better check the, oh, oh, I better check Barry is funny. Nope, we good. All right. So, this is a sports and hey, what's up, booty clappers? I wish the cards hired Brian Flores. Still a chance. Damn it, the baseball is gonna be pushed back again, isn't it? I can't have anything nice in life. Is baseball gonna be pushed back? I don't know. We're not talking sports right now, Kyle. We are about to talk something very, very serious. What's up, Hugh Dab? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Valentine's is just around the corner, and I um made a proclamation on Twitter. Uh, that proclamation was the following. I said what she says, quote, I don't think we should get each other anything for Valentine's Day, end quote. What she means, quote, I'm not getting you anything for Valentine's Day, but if you don't get me something, I will never forget it, end quote. So I tweeted that out. Being the, the 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 relationship expert uh, that I am, <clears throat> and most people, you know, got it. But then, but then, but then, but then I saw this. But then this happened as a reply, and I it was everything I had. It was I took everything I had in me not to um, just say a bunch of mean shit. But this is this is what they put. This is what she replied to my uh, hilarious, hilarious Valentine's tweet. This is what she put. A man should not expect anything on Valentine's Day. That's just my take, LOL. First of all, you know what? Let's just let's just clear something up here. Uh, L, Ellie, Ellie Evangelina whatever l evangelina whatever your name is l ellie we'll call you l first of all l you can't you can't just saying some outlandish shit on the internet and then putting lol at the end of it doesn't make it okay (laughs) Uh, that's why you've never had a man lol (laughs) <laughs> that's why your boyfriend fucked your sister, LOL. Yeah, that's why you always get cheated on, LOL. You see, it doesn't work like that. You can't do that. 
It just doesn't make it okay. So first of all, if you're going to say something, say it with your chest. Just, just say it. Man shouldn't expect anything for Valentine's Day. That's my take. But don't try to soften that bullshit with <laughs> LOL. Mm-mm. No, just say it. Just say what you mean. Don't try to be making it all like, but I put LOL. No, that's that bullshit. You're covering for something. You just, you, you, I don't even, either you don't believe your own bullshit or you just like, well, you just want an out. Donna said, I've never understood why people LOL on every post. I know, right? LOL. That's a, it's crazy. I got, I, you know what? Uh, a lot of people do a lot of LOLs and exclamation marks. Nora is an exclamation mark after everything. I'm like, I know you, you're never this excited in person. You, if, if you got a lot of, if you were allotted a certain amount of exclamation marks to use per phone or in your lifetime, Nora would run out in two days, whatever that number is. Anyways, back to L. <laughs> One Deep said L stands for a lonely Valentine's. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, me too. I know I'm a I'm an exclamation mark guy myself. I'm an LOL guy, and I, I have to remember that you can't use that all the time. But by the way, my my I slapped my chest too hard. It's all red and it stings now. Look at that from slapping it. Um, yeah, L L isn't um. L is one of those women. Hear me out. L is one of those women who's like, but I should be treated like a queen because I'm a woman. I mean, you kind of need to act like a queen to be treated like a queen and having some bullshit philosophical thoughts like that ain't going to get it. I'm going to tell you something right now. And I'm, and I'm dead ass serious when I tell you this and I tell uh, uh, women this in general. As men, we have kind of been programmed to be like, okay, you know what, you, you're, you, you know, we prop you up as the woman in our life, our, the woman that we love and admire and cherish. But don't mistake uh, the fact that your man doesn't need love and affection. I don't care how tough he is. I don't care how uh, gruff he is. You can't just be a selfish whore the whole time. And maybe that was a harsh word. So, LOL. Because <laughs> this kind of selfish bullshit right here, wrong side. This kind of selfish bullshit, that's why men cheat. I am, I'm not even LOLing or bullshitting you. I'm telling you right there, that's why men cheat. Bullshit, dog ass, self-centered philosophies like that in relationships is why your man cheats on you. That and maybe you, I don't know, stop doing that thing you do with your mouth or whatever. But there's a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. This definitely goes on the list. If you were making a list, why do guys fuck around? Why can't I find a good man? I guarantee you if I scroll through Elle's Twitter, that's what she'd be doing. I just can't find a good, honest man. 
I can't. This is bullshit. Also, fuck men. Men are dogs. Men are assholes. You shouldn't get nothing for Valentine's. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, look, she replied. I didn't even know she replied. So what do you want, sweetheart, for Valentine's Day? Do you want flowers and chocolates? Exactly what you get. A man for Valentine's. What do you suggest? What do you like? Since not getting anything means you're going to cheat. Uh, how about you just buy me a fucking gift? I want no fucking chocolates or flowers, but men aren't into that shit. How about you buy your man something that he's into for Valentine's Day, L? This ain't fucking rocket surgery. If you're into chocolate and Valentine's and shit, and we've all been brainwashed, by the way, to believe that. You know what I buy my wife for Valentine's Day? I don't buy fucking flowers and chocolates. Sometimes I do, but not often. Because one, she's allergic to chocolate, and two, she's allergic to half the flowers out there. So I'll be like, babe, what would you like for Valentine's Day? Besides me making us a really nice dinner and us maybe having a movie night or whatever, what would you like? Is it that fucking hard, L, to ask your man that? Hey, babe, what would you like for Valentine's Day? You know what? There's a new game out for the PS5 I'd love to play. Done! How fucking hard was that, L? Huh? How hard was that? And you know what he's going to do? He's going to go down on you like like the with the heat of a thousand suns under his tongue. It's going to be amazing for you because you got him the new Call of Duty. I don't know if that's a game. I just I I you can't be that fucking stupid as as you you can't be that fucking stupid. Like can you? You can't be that dumb when you're like, well, what am I supposed to get you? How about you ask your man, L? Don't fucking ask me. Ask your ask your man. Because that's what my wife does. Babe, what do you want for Valentine's? You know what? I'd love to have some cigars. Okay. Babe, what do you want for Valentine's? I don't know. I saw these really cute shoes online. And um, also, there was this whatever the fuck she wants. Okay. How about you give me a couple of options so you can be surprised? Okay, but is that all you want is cigars? I mean, you could give me cigars. You could get me that video game I've been wanting to play um, or blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's not that fucking hard to, to just love the person you're with. But that kind of bullshit, this, this fucking horse shit, you know what that is? That's not love, L. That's selfish. Selfish. Horse shit. Horseshit. Uh, what does it say? Hold this L. There you go. I would like peace and quiet, says Todd. Well, Todd, you know, you could always just you know, go sit in the car or something. I don't know. What you going to do? Buy me a gift with my money? Okay, well, that's a whole different story, Flip. That's a whole different story. And let's not bring that up because I'm sure my wife is somewhere talking to her friends and like, what's he going to do? Buy me flowers with my money? Listen! Stephen so the other guy said, I'm with Todd. Let me be alone for three hours. Is that real? You guys really like, you know what? You know what this is? You know what that is? You know what that is? That's you sons of bitches with kids. That's what that is. That's you dads out there that are also husbands. That's, that's you dads. By the way, fuck you, Flip. And I mean that with all of the sincerity in the world. Fuck you. A hundred percent. I know you're trying to be funny. Go fuck yourself. hundred percent. Go fuck yourself. 
Um, but that that whole peace and quiet thing, that whole peace and quiet thing, that is 100% a dad thing, not a husband thing. Because, I mean, for me, I don't need peace and quiet. My, my, my wife asked me, what do I want? It's not peace and quiet. You know what I mean? It's cigars or whiskey or a video game or some kicks. I don't know. But it's not peace and quiet because you have kids. That is a definite 100% dad thing. Asking for peace and quiet. What's up, Ivan? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Steven said, nah, I take it back. I'll save the let me be alone for my birthday. Well, there you go. Uh, Todd said, I got a sick kid home with me right now. See? See? If my cats are sick, I just put them in the room and shut the door. Litter box, some cat food. You'll be good. Babe, the cats are throwing up. Cool. Put them in the bathroom. It's all tile. They can't run anything in there. I mean, put your kid in the bathroom and see what happens. They're calling CPS and threatening them to take them away from you. Like, that's a bad thing. Uh, I even said late as fuck. Shit at the fan at work. It's all good, fam. You're never late when you're here, homie. You're never late when you're here. Um, Donna said, I'm so happy I'm single and don't have to go through this drama. Me too. I mean, I, I'm not happy for you. I'm happy that I don't have to go through the drama. That was, I'm not single. It's just Nora and I have never had to deal with that. And I, Donna, I, one, it's because Nora and I love and respect each other. And Nora's not like, this is my holiday, you fucking asshole. You don't get to get anything. Valentine's is for women. I mean, that's some, that's some dumb ass shit if I ever heard it. And then, yeah, there's the whole no kids thing. But I love my wife, and she loves me. And I want her to be happy, and she wants me to be happy. So we, we do our best to uh, not, and, and I'm not trying to be the fucking uh, relationship whisperer, although I am. If you're, if you're going through a tough time right now, now's your chance. Ask questions in the chat, and I'll fix your relationship. 100%. I'll give you the best advice you've ever been given when it comes to your relationship. But um, I want Nora to be happy, and I want to do things that make her happy. But at the end of the day, the best thing you can do for your spouse is you can't make them happy. But you can let them be happy. And it just, you, you know, call me crazy. But for some reason, I just think old L over here has a tough time letting her man be happy. How come you're playing video games? You should be in here watching the fucking Real Housewives of fucking Galveston with me. Bitch, that don't make me happy. How come you're, how come you're not doing this? I want you to do this with me because... How about, L, let your fucking man be happy and he won't try to fuck your great aunt, okay? Jen said Valentine's Day is dumb. Treat me right all year. We're good. See, pimp, that's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. In fact, I asked Nora. I was like, babe, what do you want for Valentine's Day? She was like, I, I've got this thing I want to buy. It's expensive, and so don't worry about it. I'm going to, you know. And we had already talked about buying that thing. I won't say what it is. But uh, she had something that she already wanted to get. And so she was like, yeah, don't worry about Valentine's. That'll just be my Valentine's. Now, of course, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go buy her something. But um, that's a, that's how you handle a fucking mature relationship, L. I want to go look at her timeline so bad and just be like, yep, man problems up and down this fucking thing. Love, live, music, the, oh, love, live, music, the Astros, and Continental. Okay, L. She hasn't, 
She has 18 followers. I guarantee you her man's not one of them. Guarantee you. I am team fuck L. I mean, that made me so mad to see that horse shit. I'm, I'm on her timeline. Guarantee you she's somewhere around here. She's, how come I can't hold a man? How come men are so mean? I don't get it. There she's bitching about Apple. Oh, yeah, I'm not finding it yet. She's tweeting about the Astros. I bet L's, I'm a lifelong Astros fan since 2019. All right, L, calm down. When was her account created? I don't know why I'm so angry at L, but I am. And you know what? She deserves every fucking bit of this. Joined October 22nd, or joined October 2022. Fuck! I'll get out of here. Get out of here, L. Uh, my first Valentine Day with my wife, I tried to do all this big stuff and fucked up, so we just ended up eating Mexican food. Now our Valentine's tradition is fajitas at El Tiempo. That's sweet. But you know what? Your wife really appreciated you trying. Even if you fuck up. I guarantee you, Steven. Even if you fuck up, the effort that you put in, as long as it's good and honest effort. Now, if you're just like, hey, um, yeah. Hey, I'm going to make you a dinner. And then you fucking open up Chef Boyardee raviolis and whatever. That's not effort. But if you're like, I'm going to make you. Uh, I'm going to make you salmon with grilled asparagus and uh, red potatoes, garlic, Parmesan uh, with roll, handmade rolls and a fucking tiramisu. And then you catch the fish on fire and now the whole house smells like fish and the potatoes are burnt and the tiramisu looks like soup and you just, it's all a goddamn mess. She's going to love you just the same as if it was all cooked amazingly because you put forth the honest effort. I promise you that. Unless you're ill. And then she's like, my God, you suck. I should have married your brother, the cook at Waffle House. Um, What is this? What is this? Todd said, tell Savannah. I said, hello. Show me your TV said, why does she include LOL? Is that supposed to make her take less annoying? Yeah, we talked about that. It's like, ugh. Ugh. You can't just, oh, I'm sorry I'm being a fucking asshole. LOL. Does that make it better? No, it doesn't. Is St. James even open on Valentine's Day? Shut up, CC. <laughs> um, let's just see. Valentine's is for suckers. I'm a love machine er day. All right, CC, you're going ahead. But see, tell the truth. You like to be doted on. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with your, you know, doting on your woman or your woman doting on you on Valentine's Day. But don't be all like, well, this is my day. This is not your day. Uh, no, bitch, Mother's Day, yours day is your day if we have kids. And if we don't, it's birthday. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. That'd be like, I don't understand why I'm a Christian. Why do why do other people get to celebrate Christmas if they want to? Why do agnostics and and uh, uh, atheists get presents on Christmas? This is not okay. Whatever. A1 gets paid uh, in ones to go to Rankin's. Okay, that got aggressive. I usually take my daughter out to eat, just the two of us on Valentine's Day. See, that's sweet. That's cool. Jared said, I just went through Elle's profile. Apparently, she is trans, and she puts LOL after pretty much every reply. 
Well, I don't know about the first part, but the second part doesn't fucking, it doesn't surprise me at all. Not one single bit, not in the least. <laughs> I'm going to say something stupid and or offensive or dumb. LOL. Anyways, the coolest thing I ever did for Valentine's Day for Nora. Um, let me close out because I'll just keep looking at her fucking dumb profile. The coolest thing I ever did for Nora, I, and I felt like a baller for doing this. I was, um, who was I working for? I think I was still with, was I with Cisco Foods at the time? I think I was still with Cisco or, or no, 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 no. I was, I was a consultant. Um, I was a tag Dave, tag Dave Chappelle. Um, I was a consultant still, an IT consultant. I was working for a company. I was in San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas, and I happened to be out of town the week of Valentine's. So, um, Flip, why are you such a dick sometimes? I mean, I I, I can't even stress to you enough that you can absolutely 100% go fuck yourself. Like, honestly, why do you have to, we just have a good time here and you got to be a fucking asshole sometimes. I don't get it. Sometimes I just ignore you, but sometimes it's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You, I, uh, okay. I just, I, I, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that this had a fucking uh, mute button that I could just fucking hide all of Flip's bullshit comments. God damn it, dude. You're such a dick. Honestly, it's not even funny. Like, you just have to be a fucking asshole for no fucking reason. It's unbelievable. Um, and it ruins the fucking show, by the way. It just ruins the fun we have. God damn. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so one year, I was in San Antonio the week of Valentine's, and this was like, I don't know. Nora and I had been together for a while. We had been married for a while. We were just, you know, just whatever. But I didn't want to be out of town and on Valentine's. It sucked. And so um, what I did is this was the most ballerish shit I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> Booty Clapper said I thought I was toxic. Mm. So what I did is I scheduled like this whole one day overnight trip for Nora. So I got with her boss. I uh, ordered a limo. I had packed a bunch of shit and I, oh, actually, no, I didn't. I, 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 um, I ordered a limo. I got her a plane ticket and I got with her boss and I told her boss, all right, the limo is going to pick her up at like four o'clock. Can she leave an hour early in, in the, her boss was like, yeah, absolutely. So I was like, there's going to be a limo that picks her up at four o'clock. I need you to make sure she gets in that limo so that she can get on that flight. She was like, yep, no problem. So the boss, I had sent her the ticket um, for the air, and Nora had nothing with her, just work clothes. And so the boss gives her the ticket and uh, is like, hey, Nora, can I see you in my office? Nora goes down there. She's like, yeah, I need you to take this. You can't open it yet, uh, but I need you to come with me. Takes her downstairs. There's a limo outside. She goes, just get in. And she's like, what? She goes, just get in. She's like, I don't know what's happening. She's like, it's okay. Just get in. So Nora gets in and the driver drives her to the airport and he's like, all right, ma'am, you know, here you go. Uh, and then she gets out and she opens it and it's a flight to San Antonio. So she boards the flight and she flies out. 
And um, I meet her at the airport. I pick her up. And she's like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, well, happy Valentine's. I wanted to spend this with you uh, and not apart. So I took her to the mall. I bought her a new dress and shoes and uh, obviously underwear and all that shit. Um, and then took her to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse for dinner. Um, and then while I was gone and before she had even gotten there, I had gotten with the concierge service and paid them to sprinkle rose petals around the room and chocolate covered strawberries on the bed and candlelight. So while I was, while we were at dinner at Ruth's Chris, they went into our room and fucking decorated it and the petals and the, all that shit and the music was, oh my God. Oh, it was so fun for me to do that, man. And we got back from dinner and we went in there and she saw it and uh, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. And it's the one and only time I've ever done anything for like that for her. But the thing is, I did it because I wanted to. And, um, you know, it, 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 it meant something special to her. But had I fucked it up? Had it not gone well, she still would have appreciated it because I made the effort. I thought of all the little things. And, guys, that's the important part. That's the important part. You show the effort, Steven. It doesn't matter if you fuck the dinner up. Show the effort because when you do, they'll appreciate it. Uh, Cleese said, so the hotel staff had to set everything up for the bodily fluid they needed to clean later. That's literally the thing you thought of. Jesus Christ, Kyle. Sometimes guys are fucking just ignorant. Like, I, that's what you thought of. You thought of cum. Literally. You, that, uh, that whole story and your fucking mind goes, cum. What, what is wrong with you guys? What the fuck is this? What is wrong with this chat for fuck's sake? Cum. God damn it, Kyle. Look at what are you the new flip now that flip's been fucking timed out? Jesus Christ. CC said, just let me know, Barry. What? Let you know, know what? I don't know what that means. Let you know what? You haven't been married for 20 plus years for nothing. Oh, thank you, buddy. Hey, what's up, Rossetti? Um, hi, Danny. You remember me. Danny or Barry? It's not Danny, it's Barry. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I remember you, Rossetti, but it's not Danny. So, um, what's up, uh, Christopher Mina? Good to see you, buddy. I'm super immature. Let me know when I can come back. I mean, no, I just, you guys can have fun, but sometimes y'all go too far. Some, some of you, not all of you, some of you, like Flip. Some of you try to be funny and you're just fucking, you're not. You're just a dick. And there's a big difference. All in good fun is one thing, but just being an asshole, not the same. Um, We need to increase precautions on the decade interview process. Man. Sometimes. Sometimes. Also, I just need to stay out of chat, but that's the whole fun of this fucking show is interacting with you guys. But when I see some dumb shit or some bullshit in the chat, I'm going to call it out. Cisco only charges 20 bucks to make you a Valentine's Day reservation at the winery. Oh, see, y'all hit up Cisco. Take the wife out there. She'd love that. She would love that. Um, uh, what does it say? 
Like ideas shared. Celebrating 30 wedding anniversary May 1st. Oh, nice. 30 years. That is badass, dude. <laughs> Aaron said, I just got back to my desk. Watch Barry looking at the camera and go, come. What I miss. You just miss some of some people in the chat being assholes. Just yeah, nothing. Fucking nothing. Just just the internet being the the internet. Uh all right. I had another. Oh, let's do this. What time is it? 326. I'm gonna take a break here at 330. I'm gonna take a uh Jesus. CC, that's disgusting. Uh, I'm going to take a, a break at 3.30. That way I can be rare and ready to go for uh, Trent Atia, who's going to join me. Uh, Atia, sorry. Atia, who's going to join me at 4 o'clock from Book It Sports. Uh, the Bang Gang. Going to pop in. We're going to talk about the rise of Book It Sports. We'll talk about his background. We'll talk about wagering and the Super Bowl and see what he has thoughts on that. And If you're not following him, you should definitely go follow. He's Not only is he hilarious, but he's like, He's kind of crazy with the bets and shit. He'll go through one of those, um, you know, like you do um, the TikTok filters. And they'll be like, uh, here's how old you look. And then it'll be like, 68. And you're like, bitch, what? Um, he does one for wagering. So it'll pick an NBA player. It'll pick an over or under. And then it'll pick a category like points, rebounds, or whatever. And he'll go through and just whatever it picks, that's what he bets on. I'm like, bro, you... You got a whole new level of money that I ain't got. And I ain't doing that shit. Hell no. So he does that shit. So we'll get to that uh, and a whole lot more. In the meantime, I did not get to this yesterday. We will briefly, briefly take a gander at this because if Marty was here, he'd be so excited. Are we sure we Trent will want to come on after he had come yelled in his face? Uh, here are your men's college basketball rankings out now. Purdue lost over the weekend, but yet remained number one. And what's crazy, what's crazy, hey, what's up? Hey, Jesus, good to see you, buddy. What's crazy is um, U of H still rolling. They got the same record, 22-2, but despite Purdue losing, um, they were the first unanimous number one of the season and then that went away. So now it was 38-22. They remain at number one atop the men's uh, AP Top 25. But they aren't running away with it like they were a few weeks ago. In fact, if we look at week uh, 13, there you can see all 62 votes went to Purdue, who sat at 21-1. and one. And then uh, if we look at week 12, for example, 39-23, and 23, U of H was third. So I think it gives, it gives you an idea of the top teams uh, week over week in the uh, NCAA and what you can expect to see in the tournament. But right now, your top five, Purdue one, Houston two, Alabama three. There's CC roll tide. Uh, Arizona four, and the University of Texas sits at five. They jumped up five spots, by the way. Tennessee lost, so they fell. So everybody moved up a spot with Tennessee losing as well. Purdue, Houston, Bama, Arizona, and Texas. Was that, uh, did I have that right? Let's see, week 13. Yeah, Tennessee was sitting at number two. 
and then they lost again. So they have four losses now. And some other um, notes. Indiana is now ranked 18, and the Hoosiers used to be a, you know, a uh, basketball powerhouse, college basketball powerhouse, and lately they've been struggling. But some big wins for the Hoosiers, so they are now they have cracked the top 25. They are sitting at 18, uh, up three spots. When did they crack it? It was uh, was it last week? Nope, they moved up five spots to 21. Oh, so maybe it was last week. Yeah, yeah. There we go. They were unranked before. Uh, and before in week 12. So yeah, week 13, they finally got ranked and then moved up again. So Indiana is the Texas football of basketball. Well, that's pretty good. Actually, uh, Steven, the weather guy, not bad. I'm dying. I spit my drink. What is this? What happened? Oh, okay. That, that, that doesn't concern me. Uh, all right. So there's the, uh, there's the rankings in the, uh, college basketball poll hey uh thank you for the follow blaze then what blaze the nugs i don't think i said that right thank you for the follow blaze the nugs. welcome to the show welcome to the program uh we've got some snacks down the hall on the right bathrooms are on the left no hose in the house after nine o'clock enjoy yourself thanks for being here thanks for the follow all right uh let's 331. Let's take a quick little break. Just a just a just a quick one. Ivan! <laughs> Buddy, thank you for the 50 bits, my friend. Much appreciated. We're gonna take a quick little break. I'm gonna go uh give me another Diet Coke and get all set up. And uh I'm gonna pee because I don't want to have to take a break when Trent gets here from Book It Sports. I'm gonna pee. We'll come back and we will continue. Rob says he wants to sit on the corner and do some dope. We actually sat on the corner and did dope yesterday. And normally we reserve that for three-hour Thursdays for the private hour or the break, Rob. So you don't get to sit on the corner and do some dope on a random-ass Tuesday. That's not, uh, it's not we, did, we did it yesterday. You don't get dope every day. I mean, you know, crackheads do, but, like, that's not the, anyways. All right, so let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's no reason to leave. There's 57 of you watching right now. When I come back in like two to three minutes, there should still be 57 of you. And um, yeah, and we'll keep rolling. In fact, when we come back, we'll take a look at the MLB farm systems and I will show you, I will show you why kids are the worst people on the planet. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, this is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Hey, Todd! Appreciate you, pimp. Thank you for the 300 bits, man. Uh, be safe. Thanks for popping in. Thanks for hanging out on the chat for a little while. Uh, always appreciate you coming in and watching, and uh, we'll see you again, buddy. So uh, don't go anywhere. This is Barry on Deck. Be host Barry Lavendeck. Stick around. Whatever.
hour number two, I guess, is ish. Second half of the show, maybe. Not hour two. It's really hour two and a half of three. Halfway. Welcome to the halfway point. I don't know. Jesus. Good. When to have a plan, Labanac, when you come back. Um, all right. So coming up in mere moments, around four o'clock, we're going to be joined by Trent uh, Atia of Book It Sports. And they're going to be talking all kinds of goodness about the Book It fam, the Bang Gang, and Trent himself. So stick around for that. Um, I've got a little bit of sports for you. If you wanted to do that, we can. It's probably going to piss some of you off. That's okay. Let's talk MLB farm system rankings for a second. Because who doesn't want to do that? Keith Law of ESPN, the Entertainment and Sports Network. Not to be confused with Barry on deck, by the way. Totally different. Uh, Keith Law ranked all 30, all 3-0 of the MLB farm systems. Now, I will preface this. Some of you are big-time Astros fans, and I'll warn you. Look, we had a good run. All right? This is not a team that can sustain a World Series level of uh, winning. And, and... Um, a great farm system because you take all those great players on the farm system and you move them up to the big league roster. So don't get all mad and upset at Keith Law. Uh, but the fact of the matter is he has the Dodgers ranked number one. Obviously, the, the, the slide gave it away. Dodgers, he says, have the best farm system. And really and truly, it's, it's a testament to the Dodgers and the Dodgers organization, man. As, as many great players as they have, and they have the number one farm system. It is a scary proposition to think about how good this team is going to be for a very, very long time. You would have to be just the worst GM in history to fuck this up in the next five years, I feel like. Uh, he says that the Cleveland Guardians have the second best farm system. The Guardians seem to do two things exceptionally well. They found a ton of talent, notably infield talent, through international free agency, which is also what the Astros do well. Uh, and they have a clear process where they identify college starters and command and good delivery. And then uh, they can help find increased velocity. So that's what they do. Stephen Weatherguy said, yeah, but they also traded Jordan. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Everybody's got those bad trades, though, uh, Uzi. Like, everybody has a bad or several bad trades. I mean, think about who the Astros traded uh, Josh Hader. Right? The Astros traded uh, 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 Teoscar Hernandez. So there's a ton of those. The Astros traded, oh, uh, shit, what's the dude that went to the Red Sox? Um, I can't think of his name. Astros have a ton of those, too. So don't, you know, they're, 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 they're uh, uh, um, I can't think of his damn name. <sighs> J.D. Martinez. There you go. Yeah, J- J- J.D. Martinez, or released. Um, but nonetheless, those are all that's, those are all bad looks for the Astros as well. So, uh, anyways, Cleveland Guardians sit at two. Hey, Donna, sweetie, thank you for the super <laughs> You're the best assist. Uh, much appreciated. All right, so Baltimore has the third best farm system. The Diamondbacks check in at number four. And the Tampa Bay Rays check in at number five. All these teams have a decent amount of success. Uh, obviously, the Dodgers with a ton of success. Cleveland, a team on the come. And Baltimore really showed some flashes last year. Surprised a lot of people with how the, how well they played down the stretch, especially. Diamondbacks checked in at four. And Tampa has 
kind of proved to be one of those Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays are kind of the new Oakland athletics. Remember how Oakland always seemed to be good, but never spent money, always had good young talent and was always a player. Not necessarily somebody you worried about winning a World Series, but uh, the Rays seem to be the new uh, Oakland A's. Pirates at six, although I'm not worried about them. Uh, they'll fuck that up somehow, some way. Rangers are at seven, and as bad as they've been for as long as they've been bad, they should have a good farm system. Brewers are eight, Cardinals nine, and the Chicago Cubs check in at ten. So there's your top ten uh, real quick. It goes Dodgers. Uh, Cleveland Guardians, Baltimore, Arizona, Tampa is your top five. Pittsburgh, Texas, Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Chicago Cubs are your 10. The Nationals are at 11. The Rockies, 12. Reds, 13. The vaunted New York Yankees sitting at number 14. Kyle said such disrespect for the sleeping giant Tigers. <laughs> no. Um, hey, yeah, Justin Kelm's Pirates actually up on a list high and not ones that suck the most. Uh, so Yankees are at 14, the Mets at 15, the Royals at 16, the Toronto Blue Jays at 17. And the Blue Jays is a team that used to, they were one of those farm systems that was higher ranked, but then they screwed up and, and put all the guys in the majors and started winning, kind of like the Astros. Uh, so Blue Jays at 17, Giants at 18, Twins at 19, Mariners at 20. Again, another team who's moved up a lot of guys. Uh, Marlins at 21, Phillies at 22, Red Sox at 23. Folks, this is sad that you haven't seen your Houston Astros yet. That's how bad it's been. That's how much talent they've moved to the major league roster. Padres at 24. The Angels at 25. There they go. <laughs> Finally, the Houston Astros checking in at number 26 on the list, according to Keith Law. He said, not to be a broken record, but the Astros drafted without scouts for years, and it showed in the results, which were also uh, hurt when the team was drafting at the end of the first round rather than the top. They also almost completely punted on international free agency after 2016, only signing three players for seven figures or more between then and 2022. Two of them, Cuban defectors, Pedro Leon, and the since-released uh, Elian Rodriguez. They did also lose their first two picks in 2021 for penalties for the sign-stealing scandal, but had a strong 2022 draft that mixed some high-floor, medium-ceiling college players, which at least should provide some tradable players to keep the big league club going. So, I mean, look, it was one of those things, man. And and they were they were promoting from within. And the Astros spent a lot of money on the international trade market for a while. And one of the things that they kind of moved away from was scouting. And that was a Jim Crane thing. And I don't know why that was. But that scares me a little bit. That pipeline that we're used to having is going to dry up, it appears, unless you just get some, you know, young talent infused into that farm system. Uh, the A's sit at 28. The White Sox are sorry. The A's are 27. The White Sox 28. Uh, Atlanta Braves are 29. I don't know why they didn't put the Braves. Oh, maybe because they might be. I don't know. Uh, Braves are 29. And the Detroit Tigers. There you go, Kyle. There you go. Detroit Tigers are 30th. They just have an absolute shit show of a farm system right now. Tigers moved all their good prospects and still suck. Yeah, that's that's the bad thing. That's what sucks. So there you go. There's Keith Law's farm system rankings um, for Major League Baseball. Sucks if you're an Astros fan. 
Hopefully the new GM can fix that. Rather have titles. Yeah, you know what? That is the good thing about it. The new GM for the Astros um, is well known to be one of the most highly regarded scouts uh, in baseball. I mean, he what he did for and with the Atlanta Braves over the last couple of years via the draft and via building that farm system. Um, a really uh, a really good um track record for Dana Brown. So look look uh things are looking up we hope for the Astros farm system. Man, the A's that low, talk about hopeless. Yeah, if you're that low and you suck, it's got to suck a lot. Such so uh what does this say? Are they last? Who? What was this? I don't understand the the shoes. Oh. Did I miss something? My bad, Chapo. <laughs> My bad, Pimp. I don't know why it's not been firing off. Like, it's supposed to pop up and be like, shoes, money. It's got to be the shoes. All right, Chapo. I appreciate the shoe check, fam. Uh, thank you for being here. So here's what it looks like. I'm wearing my, uh, I don't know what color this is. Oh, look at the sweat. He's Louise Laminac. What do you got going over there? Uh, I don't know what, I really don't know what color this is. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a greenish, darkish, bluish. I don't know. <clears throat> um... But I don't really have shoes to match whatever color this is. I got this from Busted Tees, by the way. I should have just got it in black. Maybe I'll make me one uh, that says it's black. But uh, what I did is I just went simple and old school. Bam! Old school Air Force Ones. I've got to get some new ones. Maybe that's what I'll ask Nora for Valentine's Day. You see that L? You see that L, you dumbass? Maybe I'll ask for some new Air Force Ones. Uh, for uh Valentine's Day because I need them because you know toe box is creased, which is gonna happen. I can't, I can't, I cannot do the force fields. I tried. My feet are too fat to be wearing force fields inside of Air Force Ones, and it makes them so uncomfortable. So, fuck all that. I, I just, I'll just deal with them being creased. Chapel said, "Yeah, I got a new pair. Uh, I got to get a new pair of mine in the same way. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know." sucks that's one of the things about the leather and them big ass toe boxes is they're gonna crease speaking of sneakers um real quick i want have you guys seen the show uh you people on netflix anybody watched it the af and air force one stands for dad shoes <laughs> kyle uh Um, I just, Nora and I watched you people's Sunday night. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. I, I had a, um, uh, I had a really good time. I, it, it hit home for me in a much different way than probably some people. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, uh, I loved the message in it. I loved the, uh. The, the the awkwardness of it it was really fun i thought it was really good uh steve the other guy said yeah it's meh i thought i feel like the jokes hit if you're jewish or black perry said i loved that movie chapo said my wife and i loved it uh kyle said that movie was both funny and horrendous at the same time hey what's up right is wrong hello how are you buddy um yeah you know what for a guy for me personally i mean i'm not jewish uh, but for a guy who was uh, a white guy that, you know, I'm in an interracial marriage. 
And um, growing up, well, at least in high school, um, dated a lot of black women. That it 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 definitely hit different for me. It definitely felt different, I, and I I watched it from a different eye, probably than uh, some people, and and that's okay because you know some of you maybe have never dated outside your race, or you know either that or maybe didn't do so seriously. And I don't judge. That's that's whatever. But I think when you have or if you are in an interracial relationship, the movie does feel and a, a bit different, and it hits a bit different. And I, especially being a white guy who was a lot like uh uh what's his name what the fuck is the actor's name you people what's his name i almost said nick jonas but that's <laughs> that's one of the jonas but jonah hill i mean you know growing up or at least in high school when i when i you know i i hung out with uh black people a lot and was really into the hip-hop culture um, no, right is wrong. You're good. What movie are we talking about? We're talking about you people on Netflix. So, you know, having immersed myself in hip hop culture, having, um, you know, dating mostly outside of my race and, um, going through some of that, right? Like, I mean, experiencing some of that with angry black dads, uh, there was, it wasn't a dad, but there was a guy at school who was a, a a black Muslim who fucking hated me. Um, I mean, hated me because I dated black women. And he was just appalled that black women would date me. Uh, and so it, there was a lot of things in the movie. Not that that's how it was exactly between the dad and, and Jonah Hill. But there were a lot of similarities to that in the movie to me growing up and, and some of the things that I experienced and saw. Um and was told, and uh, so it was for me. I mean, like Nora watched it, and she liked it. She was like, "Oh, that's cute." And it's funny because we're we're definitely in an interracial relationship. Um, but I've always said too, by the way, unless there's a black person involved, most people don't count them as interracial. Like if you see me and Nora, no one goes in your mind. You don't you don't have that half a second hesitation where you're like, "Oh, that's you don't see that all the time." Like, you know, you see a, a a white person and an Asian or an Asian and a Hispanic and you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, I, I do this joke bit on stage, but I'm like, if there's not a black person involved, y'all don't count it. That's just a fact. It's just a fact. If there's not a black person involved in a relationship, no one considers it interracial. Except if you're in the relationship, then you're like, well, this is completely different cultures, 100%. Um, But yeah, so... You know, Nora, it was like, you know, she thought it was cute. It was whatever. She didn't really give a shit. She doesn't like comedies, though, and it wasn't comedy. I was surprised at how bad it did on Rotten Tomatoes. I was surprised at how bad it did on, like, all the different ratings. Like, it got terrible ratings. And then I started thinking, you know what? I have a feeling that those ratings and those people, what do you mean those people? I I have a feeling that those are folks who are either vehemently opposed to interracial relationships and maybe the movie was uncomfortable for them because of that. Uh, Or um, 
you know, were maybe offended or I don't know. There's, I, I don't know the reasons why I, was it the best movie in the world? No. Was it the greatest writing in the world? No. Was it funny? Yeah. And I think a lot of people sometimes get, uh, you know, freaked out when they see shit like that. And it just, it's not a big deal. People live that life all the time. So, yo! What is up? It is the Bang Gang coming in on this big ass way. What's up, Bang Gang? Good to see you, Booking Sports coming in. Thank you so much for the raid, Booking Sports. Oh, I appreciate you so much, ladies and gentlemen from the Bang Gang. Welcome into the program. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys so much for showing up for this. Uh, we were just talking about the movie You People on Netflix, and and uh, and and now, um, in fact, here shortly, I'm going to be joined by. Uh, Trent from Book It Sports is going to hang out, and uh, I've been trying to make this happen for a while, so I'm super excited, man. Thank you guys so much for the raid. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, if you're new to the program, if you've never watched or, or maybe you raided before and didn't stick around, first and foremost, do me a favor. Hit the refresh button for me, would you? Hit refresh, or, or you can actually click this link I'm going to put in the chat. And the reason I ask you to do that, it's real simple. Um, Twitch is, well, they're assholes and they don't count you guys as viewers and views of the show. When you come in on a raid, it's the dumbest shit ever. So I want to make sure you guys get counted. Uh, it would certainly help me out. So please make sure you click that link in the chat or just hit refresh or go out and come back in. However you do it. I'd appreciate it. If you don't, I don't give a shit. It also, uh, is, is still appreciated that you're here. So welcome to the show. Barry Lamanek is the name. This is called Barry on deck. This is my little uh, corner of Twitch and the interwebs. Uh, I spent seven years on ESPN radio here in Houston, Texas, talking sports. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian and have spent the better part of a decade trying to make sports fun, funny, interesting and combining uh comedy and sports so that's what we do we talk shit we have a good time um you know we 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 get down in the weeds sometimes and overall this show is just about making sports fun for you guys so thank you one and all for being here thank you for the follows by the way uh appreciate all the new followers uh jr the milkman uh brady betts all these are going too fast now buck uh s d'amico daniel eagles fan bj cheek BJ Cheek. Okay. Uh, TK Friends, uh, Tarpedo, I guess. Sweet Bats, Free Coin, uh, Jeet Sheets, Big Bubs, Ricky Rob. Thank you guys, one and all, for being here. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited. Joining me shortly on the program, very, very shortly, as a matter of fact, is going to be Trent from Book It. I have been trying to get this set up forever. Uh, and so I'm super excited that we had this happen. So a while back, backstory, uh, and the deckheads I've already told that were here on the show early, but little backstory, um, you know, book it rated a couple times. It was super dope. Shared the, the book it community with me. The bang gang came in and said, hello. And, uh, the more that they rated and the more that they hung out, it, it, I just was like, what's, what's book it sports all about. So I started looking it up and, uh, I was like, I want to talk to Trent. I used to do this show. Well, the show started in May of 2020, and when it started, I was doing a lot of interviews, and I was interviewing people from all walks of life, and I was like, you know, I just wanted to learn about interesting people and hear the interesting shit that they've been through, so 
Uh, I saw Trent, and I saw that he was kind of the mastermind of the brains behind Book It Sports when it started, and even now. I was like, well, I want to I wanna talk to this dude. So finally got with his folks, and we're making it happen, so I'm super excited. So thank you to all the Bang Gang for coming in. Much appreciated. We were just talking about the movie You People uh, before you guys got here. And I was lamenting the fact that I feel like people that didn't like that movie on Netflix, by the way, if you haven't seen it, um, go watch it. I won't spoil the whole thing, but um, it is a movie about dating outside of your race. And I was saying, you know, sometimes people get uncomfortable with that if they're not comfortable with it in the first place. And so they can't even watch a movie like that without being like, this movie sucks. I I hate this movie. Uh, But those are a lot of times those are the same people that will like, sneakily go off on Pornhub and be like, big black cock, let me see it. I got to see it with some some little blue white girl. I just, I need that. But then you get them out in public like, that's terrible. Nope. Nope. Not down with that. Just don't look at my search history. That's all. So I I enjoyed the movie. Uh, if you're, if you don't get hung up on shit like that, I think you'll enjoy it too. Uh, so there you go. There's my breakdown of, um, you people, because we were we spent like twenty minutes on it, so I don't want to regurgitate it for the folks that were here. I think it would it would suck mightily to to have to re listen to my whole take on it. But yeah, I I was kind of surprised at how bad uh, the reviews of it were. Uh, that that's the part I didn't understand. So nonetheless, what's a Pornhub truck driver? Pookie said, "What? I I don't know what you're talking about, truck driver Pookie." Um, <laughs> Stephen Weatherguy said the Jewish family was far more accepting than I have seen some Jewish families be in real life. Not so much about the race thing, but the religion thing. That's the interesting part. Uh, Uzi, it was the, 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 um, it was not just one thing that made them different. It was, it wasn't even the fact that like, you know, he was Jewish and she was Christian. The fact that they were on opposite ends of the spectrum, uh, where she was uh, Muslim and he was Jewish. That made it super interesting. And I, I, I was saying before the raid occurred uh, that uh, I there was a I just dated a lot of black chicks in high school, and uh, there was this black Muslim in the school. His, his name was Steve, and he fucking hated me. And he hated me because I wasn't Muslim and I was the white devil and dated black chicks. And I, I think he really hated me because I actually enjoyed eating bean pies. They were delicious. And I think that fucking made him so angry that it was like, you're, you're still in the what? So, uh, but no, it was, I enjoyed the movie. And I think if you've been through something like that, you would enjoy it. If not, fine. Uh, don't watch it. I don't give a shit. If you're into sneakers, uh, if you're into sneaker culture, that alone is a good reason to watch uh, you people. Tons of dope ass sneakers throughout. All right. With that being said, I am ready. Uh, I see the man, the myth, the legend in the, well, I call it a green room, but it's not. It's just a fucking digital holding pen or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm excited about this, though. Join me in the program right now. I've been trying to make this happen for a couple weeks. And finally, it is happening. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome uh, to Barry on Deck, the man, the myth, the legend, Trent Ataya. Trent, how are you, buddy? Oh, what? Now, hold on, Trent. We're not going to do this. The mic's not working. Everyone's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This happened yesterday when I had an interview. It, it's probably not you. Hold on. Let me see here. Oh, this never fails. Let's see. Got to love live tech. Yeah, I know he's muted. The goat is muted. Damn it, Trent. Um, Let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, uh, shit. 
is let's see where's 38 mm, yeah uh i think it's okay over here trent did you uh did you uh there's a way to put your mic or choose your microphone let's see something here <clears throat> let me try a different source here let's try this test one two three Mm, I'm getting nothing on this end, man. Yep, no worries. No worries, man. Take your time. Uh, take your time. Let's see here. Mm, 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 mm. I'll use the old template just in case. It never fails that it's always my shit, though. So uh, that makes me feel a little better that it, that it maybe wasn't. Uh, if, if here's a funny story, Some, somebody said, stand up, Trent, uh, goats are indeed muted. Yes. We're going to get him. Don't worry. We're going to get it figured out. We're going to get it, uh, figured out. No big deal. Um, this has happened before. So two times this has happened when I got like super excited about having a guest on once a while back. Uh, I was working with Twitch sports and we were doing a Thursday night broadcast where they were like, we're going to put you on the front page. It's like, okay, cool. And um, <laughs> Rob Riggle was supposed to join us. Fucking couldn't hear Rob. We were testing some software that Trent has called, uh, or uh, that uh, Twitch has called uh, Guest Star. And the shit didn't work. So couldn't get Rob Riggle on. You could see him, but you couldn't hear him, of course. And then uh, a long, long time ago in the history of this show, I had my buddy Kid from Kid and Play on. Thank you, Snake Doctor, for the follow. And, um fucking couldn't hear him either and so i was like this always happens it's like the, you know they tell you the devil don't want you to win that's how it goes oh kiss my ass churro churro said uh oh you're twin i don't look like rob riggle i mean do i i checked before i don't think that's the case i don't believe that to be the case um i can usually see so here we go here, let me, let's do this. Let's not make it like super awkward. There we go. We'll make it. And I should be able to see the the blue uh, pop up when he is in there. Hey, uh, Boston Sports Dork. Thank you for the follow, my friend. Much appreciated there. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so they're going to work on that. They're getting his uh, microphone. Hey, beat the book. Thank you so much. Barry, have you ever seen The Watcher? The Witcher or The Watcher? Kangi, which one are you talking about? I watched The Witcher. Okay, this is getting fucking confusing now. Yeah, I, I saw The Witcher, but I didn't see. I don't think I watched. Oh, The Watcher. Is that the one where it's like the old people next door? And they're like, um, they think that they're like doing weird shit to the house and sneaking in. I did see that. My wife watches that. My wife watches all that weird shit. She's super into like uh, murder shows, murder mysteries and whatnot. And um, I'm really worried for my safety. I, I feel like, you know, I watch comedy uh, as a stand-up comic. I feel like my wife, if she wanted to murder me, probably could get away with it. 100% could get away with it. I There's no doubt in my mind. She has watched too many SVU uh, episodes, too many Law and Orders, too many CSIs. And way too many crime and, uh, and, and, and she listens to murder podcasts while she drives home. 
in the shower? I'm like, really? Do you really need to listen to a murder podcast in the shower? I, do, do, can you not take five minutes away from plotting my death? Uh, to to just be, you know, whatever. The watcher was good. It was not bad, Behan. It was not bad. Uh, <laughs> Big Bird uh, said, "Same as my girl. Why do girls like shows? Like, why like those shows?" Um, when they're scared to walk outside alone is because you're watching stuff like that. That's a really good point. Perry said, rest in peace to Truman. Yeah, that's a great point though, Big Bird. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm scared I'll be attacked, but I want to watch a shows about being attacked. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, was, I feel like if I was, like, always scared of something. Okay, here's a good example. I'm scared of bees. I'll say it. I don't get, Don't fucking judge me. I don't give a shit. Judge me if you will. I have, like, this irrational fear of bees. I think I might have, like, died by a bee sting uh, back in the day, like, in a previous life. But, um, so I have this unrealistic, irrational fear of bees. And, um... I wouldn't sit around and watch fucking bee shows all day. Oh, look at these bees. Look at this. Look at about these bees. Nope. Don't. Wouldn't do it. Can't do it. Hudab said, or diet, whatever. What? I would cheer a hundred to see a Dr. Pepper or diet Coke shotgun. Yeah, no, uh, definitely not. Oh, I see audio working now. I see it now. We're, we're going to get there now. Um, why does punk rock said rest in peace to Barry till Todd? I said, hi, no, no, I'm not going to die. You guys, um, by the way, if I do die, my wife, um, it's not, she won't get away with it. It'll just be a stabbing. She's, well, she's Mexican and that's kind of their jam. She's going to stab the shit out of me and that'll be the end of it. So, um, red hail, Reed hail said, you're scared of beans. No, I'm scared of bees. Like wasps. Not really bees as much as wasps. Don't don't fucking judge, okay? Are you scared of honey too? Shut up, churro. Uh, Alex said Australia bugs scare me. Bro, the fucking spiders there are ridiculous. If you've ever never if you've never seen an Australian spider, it's as like it's as big as a fucking baby. You good, Trent? Uh you give me a thumbs up, you're good to go. Alright, I know this is gonna work this time. At least it was because I could see the blue lights popping up here. Let's go again. All right. Let's try the new intro. I'm going to intro it again because, you know. Joining me on the program right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've been trying to make this interview. Okay, fuck. Just, hey, welcome to the program, Trent. What's up, buddy? How are you? You hear me? Ten fours. I can't fucking hear it. Hold on. That's okay. not you. I, I see it now. You there? You can't hear me. Oh, now I can hear you. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. No. All right. And the chat can hear. Everybody can hear. Trent, what's up, homie? I appreciate you going through that, man. I know that's a fucking pain in the ass sometimes. To I know. We just set up a new computer and shit, so I'm sorry, bro. No, 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 no. And I, I get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's super easy to connect. And sometimes it's not. It's just a fickle bitch this whole system is. So It is. It is. Uh, but thank you for doing this, man. I appreciate you. Um, I, I, a couple things. One, I appreciate you joining me on the show to just talk 
Uh, but also appreciate you guys rating the show as as much as you have in the past, man. It's a big boost, and uh, you know, as a as a as a streamer trying to work his way up the ladder on this little raggedy ass thing we call Twitch, it's always big, as you probably know when you first started. Uh, it's oh, always yeah. huge when you get a when you get a hand up and some help, man. So I personally appreciate you guys every time you share your your uh, community with me. It's very much appreciated. Of course, bro. There's uh, there's not too many streamers that are worth rating that are on around the time I finish. So you're one of the few. Uh, always happy to send the crew over to you. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. And yeah, you're you know what you're you're dead ass right, bro. Because a lot of times when this show is over at five. Houston time. I'm like, all right, let's go. Nobody's fucking talking sports. It's either like some Euro soccer shit in another language or somebody's playing sports. And I'm like, I I hate to do that. You know what I mean? Like people are here either for like, in your case, they're here for, um, you know, bets and gambling, or in my case, they're just here for dumbassery and sports talk. So yeah, I, I appreciate it because it is difficult to find people who can actually talk sports uh, during the day. It's super weird. Absolutely, bro. Happy to raise you. Uh, you're very entertaining, and the, and the community loves you. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Uh, and somebody saying trends. Hold on. Let me. I'm going to make sure I don't have any color correction on. No, your... the light was beaming on my face. I was it? it okay, yeah. I was making sure it wasn't my on my end because sometimes it can be. Uh, all right, cool. So, dude, I, you know what, as I was preparing for this, a lot of times, you know, guys will do tons of research and I never been that guy. Cause I'm always like one, I want it to just be kind of a natural conversation, but, um, I, I did, I'll admit, I watched one video, uh, that you did one YouTube interview, but I was like, even then it was really just about, um, you wagering and, and, uh, the, the, I was curious, first and foremost, you had a, you're a graduate of TCU, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, were you born in Dallas? Were you born in the area? No, I'm actually from Southern California. But, okay. Uh, I have a family in Oklahoma, and my brothers and sisters went to school in Texas. So I knew I wanted to go somewhere over there, but none of the schools that they went to. Um, but yeah, no, I'm originally from SoCal. That's where I was born and raised. Went to TCU, graduated in 2020, uh, lived in Reno, Nevada, lived in Vegas, and now I live in Texas again. So you're back in Texas. Um, what what was it about TCU? What was it uh, that attracted you there? It doesn't feel like an out-of-town destination college. Oh, yeah. Uh, for some, whatever reason, I don't know what it was about TCU, but so many kids from where I grew up in Newport Beach, California, uh, wanted to go to Texas. And TCU was on the rise. And I toured it and I knew right away that was my my number one. And so I applied there, did early decision. I was all in on it. So if I didn't get in, I was, you know, resorting to Baylor, which was my number two option. And I had a connection that was able to get me in. Um, But I really didn't want to go to Baylor. I have all my eggs in my basket for TCU. Uh, But now if you go look at the numbers, there's like there were six of, of us from my high school that went to TCU. Really? which was a lot at the time. But now every year it's like 15 plus are going to TCU. Um, so it's a very it's a very popular destination for us SoCal kids. I don't know what it is. I think we just wanted to get out of the bubble of Newport and Orange County and, you know, venture off. It's like uh, it's like Samoans going to Utah. It's like, why? What? I yeah. don't, I, is it? The, I guess they're Mormon. I don't know. Is that? I don't know what. I, <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. I have no idea why. I'm just like, that's so weird that they go to like the whitest oatmeal fucking state. 
and college <laughs> and college. Um, I guess I would ask like, oh, well, is it a, it's a, was it a religious thing? Because, you know, obviously it is Texas Christian university and yeah. would it have anything to do with religion or was it just like, no, that's our jam. Absolutely nothing to do with religion at all. Uh, in fact, Baylor used to take a, a religion class every semester for your four years there. And I was just like, I, I can't be doing that. Like, there's no way I'm taking religion every single semester. Uh, but TCU, we were required to take one religion class in our four years. And that's about as religious as it got at TCU. It's hardly yeah. religious. I don't know why they have, you know, Christian in their name. That's not, I mean, sure, everyone's Christian. But, uh, you know, it wasn't really something that was shoved down our throats as much as, you know, Baylor probably was like, Baylor, Baylor, yeah, Baylor has kind of that reputation, but it doesn't feel that. And when you look back at some of the problems that Baylor's had, it, at least uh, reputational, reputation-wise, with yeah. other Art Bryles, you're like, really? That that's a more religious school? Wow, that's fucking that doesn't jive at all. Oh, um, very religious. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this: Did you? When did you pick up uh, gambling? When did you pick up wagering? Was it at TCU or was it uh, before? Yeah, no, it was at TCU when I was a freshman. My roommates and I just started dabbling into it. And I just realized and noticed how much more fun it makes the game and engaging with it. You know, I'm way more interested when I have money on the line. Um, and it had just became legal the year after my freshman year, which kind of was sparking my mind of like, this industry is going to blow up. Um, what can I do to get involved in it early to make a splash with something? So, I mean, that was my first real bet was when I was a freshman. It was college basketball. Um, and literally ever since then, I, I just fell in love with it. I love social media. I love sports, love betting. Um, so I was, you know, finding a way to take all three of those things and turn it into a career. Uh, and when I was a junior at TCU, that's when I started getting the wheels moving on building this company over here, Book It. And uh, it's been a crazy journey ever since. It's amazing, dude. Like, I, I, I'm i not even shitting you. I was like, man, I, I just want to sit down one day over some whiskey and a cigar and pick your brain. Because what you've done is fucking, it's phenomenal, dude. Like, really... Especially when you think about you were just doing it for fun, just to make the games more interesting. But you recognize that that niche was going to blow up because of it becoming legal. Um, but to, but to put in the work and the hustle, man, that's a that's a tough. This is a tough fucking business, and it's a tough thing to try to build. I mean, I'd say what one percent of the people that get into this in some way, shape, or form have any kind of actual success at it. What do you think? What do you think was the biggest? Um, I mean, I know you you went viral and you had some things really pop off, but I, that to me, and just you know, as a guy who's grinding it every day, that seems as much about luck as anything. What what was it from a business perspective that you feel like you did that mattered the most for your growth and success? Just being real, being a genuine sports better. Uh, you know, not, I wasn't putting on a role. I wasn't, you know, putting on a, a mask of a different person I was trying to be. I'm just a huge degenerate sports better, and there's millions of them. Uh, but there wasn't anyone that they could, you know, relate to or latch on to or, you know, besides Portnoy in this space, really, kind of the face of, you know, degenerate gamblers. There wasn't really anyone that was able to relate to, you know, the everyday common 
uh, common everyday gambler, you know, and being a young 24 year old at the time, you know, the industry really lacked that personality in the face. Uh, and with TikTok being a growing platform at the time, um, there was no, there was no gambling TikTok. There mm. was, didn't exist. Mm. And I just started making videos, you know, about bets. I wasn't sure how it was going to go because I know TikTok's so hard on their, you know, guidelines and such. But, right. uh, but yeah, no, I mean, really, I was just making funny videos, making relatable videos. Um, and I started getting a lot of traction on my TikTok, which then led to me, you know, making a Twitter account and changing, you know, my social accounts to book it with Trent and just being real, being an everyday sports better, throwing bets, making funny videos about them um, and just being real and genuine, to be honest. That, that's that's outstanding because I think a lot of times this is such a copycat business, right? It's, it's almost oh, like, yeah. like you hear about in the NFL or the NBA or everywhere else. Sports leagues are such a copycat league. Oh, they're running a spread offense. We got ORPOs oh, are a big thing. Now we got to do that. That's the same thing here, right? I know I find myself like what's working. And then should I try to do that? And I, bro, this yeah. is, this is so fucking embarrassing last year at the beginning of the year. I was like, okay, you know, every year, if, if you're any kind of entrepreneur who is in this kind of business, you're like, this is the year I'm going to set goals and I'm going to fucking do all of these. I'm going to post every day and I'm going to, and that lasts like three weeks for me. Um, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make more content. So I was like doing scores. Like I was like, Whoa, you know, I, it was so dumb. Cause that's just not what I do. I just get on the mic and talk shit and, and try to have fun with it. And I was like, this is not me. So to hear you say that is great because so often we just try to emulate whatever, what everybody else is doing that's successful in social media. And that doesn't always work in business. It can, but in social media, it's uh it's a different animal altogether. Um, yeah. when you, when you look back, when, uh, is what's, what's one thing you would have done different up till now? What's one thing where you'd be like, ah, I fucking, I should have done this. Yeah. So, I mean, full backstory, uh, spark nuts version. So the business that I had originally had started was a mobile app. Actually, I had no intentions to be, you know, a content creator. I was a CEO. I was a founder of a mobile app and the mobile app was essentially a social media platform for sports betters to interact and engage and come together and share pics and such. Right. Um, so I went through the whole fundraising thing. I raised over a million dollars from investors and, uh, and was building this company, building this brand. And one thing I would have done differently is do what I'm doing now first. Mm. I would have built a community. I would have, uh, you know, built a following, built this loyal, you know, cult that loves watching me, seeing my videos every single day, and then build an app to accompany that community that mm. I had built. I started with the app first, and I wish I would have started with building the community uh, and building the follower base. Um, and a support system behind it first. That was probably the biggest thing I would do differently. Um, but to be honest, I'm way happier, more comfortable with where we're at now, not having to deal with a product that costs millions and millions and millions of dollars to be able to maintain and upgrade and support um, and make, you know. Uh, I, I love just being a content brand, having tools and resources to accompany our community, like a Discord channel, you know, merch, et cetera. Um, so it is a lot more fun doing what we're doing now, but if I were to redo everything and start over, I would do what I'm doing now first, 
and then have an app to accompany it all. So forgive the ignorance. Do you have the app still? Is that a, is it a thing? I mean, or did no, you we, want, we decided that? to keep, keep the capital and instead of investing it into the app more so we were like, let's pivot. Let's, let's focus on being a bar stool rather than trying to reinvent the wheel with a mobile app. That's going to cost 10 million more dollars to make, you know, the way I want it to be, yeah. you know, hopefully in the future we can go back to that. But we've got partners with apps now that are similar to what my vision originally was. A lot of the apps that you like guys prize see, picks, right? Is that one of them? Uh, no, one like Picket. You know, oh. have you ever heard of Picket before? I no, or I haven't. The Action Network, maybe. Yep, 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 yep. Action Network is where you track your picks, right? And you can see what other people are betting on and such. I literally that was the idea for Book It, and before all these other apps are out there now um you know that was i was the first one action network wow. was first obviously but uh but i was right behind action network and you know i just felt the need to to pivot and let other people you know focus on that making their business because that's not really exactly how i envisioned it to go um but i just know now with my follower base and such i can provide so much value to partners like a picket you know uh, to be able to funnel my audience to go use their products. Do you do you look back now and think, boy, I wish I would have done both because some of those apps are so fucking successful and just crushing it, making money. Uh, or you're like, yeah, I mean, I'm, you, you said you're, you you love the space you're in, but do you, do you kind of wish you would have done both? You know, I kind of don't miss dealing with the Oh, app. really? Nice. Yeah, I don't miss it at all. Uh, it was a, like, you have no idea people in chat listening. Um, I was, I didn't even have a senior year in college. I was busting my ass trying to get this off the ground. I never went out. I never really did anything. I was at my really? desk grinding, you know, uh, and the two years after that too was busting my ass. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It was great. It was a hell of an experience. But doing what I'm doing now is Heck way yeah. more fun. And I'm making, I'm, I'm making enough to be able to support myself. I'm not, you know, just trying to figure out how I'm getting my next meal. That It's not an issue anymore. You know, I was living at my parents' house trying to figure all this out. Um, so it definitely paid off. But, you know, I, I love what I'm doing now. What's the uh, what's the goal? I mean, you mentioned Barstool a couple of times, and I'll be honest with you, Trent. I was like, there is a there. You are by no means identical, right? It is it is not the same because what you're doing is totally different. But there are some there are some similarities. But I was I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I probably should have asked JJ this before the interview. But I was like. I wonder if that's a touchy subject for you. I wondered if like, you know, you're like, well, I'm not Barstool. Don't fucking equate me to Barstool. I'm different than what Barstool does. Um, do you feel that? Or do you kind of look at them like they're the, uh, they're the gold standard in what, you know, guys like you and me and similar creators who are trying to blend entertainment and sports and fun. Are they the gold standard that you, you know, you strive for? Because I, I, I honestly, I was like, yo, this dude is, uh, not the new bar stool, but a better version of it. They're definitely the standard. I mean, what Portno was able to do, I definitely look up to him. Um, he's he's so successful, and he's been able to do it just through blood, sweat, and tears. Like the way he started it, go watch his story. Like you know, he was just like me, and 
living in the basement, trying to get this off the ground. So I have major respect for him. Uh, they are kind of a bigger picture of sports and entertainment, right. whereas we're, you know, microscoped on sports betting. Like that's our main thing. You know, they have so many different avenues and shit that they make for entertainment and content and such. When us, you know, I'm a degenerate sports better. I'm here to gamble every day I wake up. I'm figuring out what the next play is, you know, <laughs> whereas over there at Barstool office, they've got 10 different things going on. They've got, you know, girls on a podcast here talking about, you know, weird shit about sex and stuff. And over here they've got movies and podcasts and stuff. And then they got sports and it somehow all comes together. Meanwhile, you know, we're just focused on betting. Did you, you know, so. did you ever feel like, Oh, you know what? If I did that with the way that book it blew up and the way that I blew up and the way that this is going, I could do that. I could, I could pivot. I could add more to the, to the, to the portfolio. Um, did, did, was that a thought that crossed your mind? No, not really. I, I, I've never really lost sight of the vision of creating a sports betting epicenter of, you know, people that just want to bet, you know, that's kind of yeah. always been the goal. Uh, and you see a lot of these sports companies focus so much more on entertainment and politics and all that bullshit. And it's just like, we need winners, you know, that's all that matters in this community. Uh, and, and doing it together, you know, is what makes it so much more fun. Nobody wants to lose a bet by themselves and no one wants to win a bet by themselves because you know, what's the fun in that, you know? So it's, it's so much more fun just having, you know, people that are alike all over the place, uh, coming together for the same objective. And that's just to win money. It's dope. And, and, um, I mean, you gotta have thick skin, obviously doing what you do because you're going to be oh, right yeah. almost damn near as much as you're wrong. <laughs> and, um, somebody in the chat was like, Trent cost me so much coin this past year. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm did, sorry. Whoever said that, bro. It was uh, Ricky Rose. But do you, you kind of embrace that though, right? I mean, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll fuck this up. Don't, you know, like, you kind Ricky of embrace that. Come on, Ricky. <laughs> now, do I mean, you know a lot of these cats? Are you are you like because I, I try to do that and I'm obviously not as not nearly uh as as big as you guys with the community, but I try to keep up with everybody that joins the show on a regular basis. Do you try to do that? Like do you know Ricky? Do you know, you know, something <laughs> yeah, about no, Ricky, him? Ricky lives lives in my chat. Uh, okay. there's guys that a lot of the dudes I haven't seen in here were just in my stream an hour ago. Um, but no, yeah, I try to get on a personal level. It makes it more fun. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's great. It's great. When you were, when you were building it, when you were, you know, as it was starting to take off, um, you, you said that you wanted to focus on the, the, the gambling aspect, the betting aspect of it. And uh, you hear that all the time with all the research and the reading that I do. It's always about niche down, niche down. Um, you know, have a niche because that's how you grow faster than, than being spread so thin. Do you look at other, uh, other verticals and think that, um, if you only wanted to do one thing, maybe you picked the wrong vertical or was this all about the passion of gambling? And that's why you chose this. The passion plus the opportunity that was there. Uh, you know, this is now one of the biggest industries in the world. Uh, and I was able to hop in right when it was legal. Um, so, you know, the opportunity was there. 
the passion I was just it was was never a question. I wanted to work in sports. I majored in sports broadcasting, so oh, nice. I I had already um, I had already been doing some amazing internships in my time at TCU. I worked for the Dallas Cowboys. I worked for the NFL Network. I worked for Fox Sports. So I was going to for sure work in sports in some capacity. Uh, and then I just came up with this idea of, you know, a, a betting community. And I asked my professors about it. Is this valid? Should I move forward with it? Should I really do this? All of them said yes. So uh, that gave me the green light to be like, all right, I'm going to just put life to the side for, you know, however long and figure this out. And, uh, you know, I literally, I said, fuck these internships, like, you know, fuck applying for jobs. I'm going to get myself out of my parents' house on my own. That's a, that's a scary proposition, man. I got, it is, it I was forced well. into this. I was, I, I did this just out of necessity. I was, had a nice little job on ESPN radio here in Houston. I was doing that. I was doing stand up comedy and then COVID hit and they, they laid me off from ESPN radio and I was like, well, fuck, I, I don't want to go back to corporate America. And I was fortunate enough to have a community that had, you know, listened to me on the radio. That was like, well, do your own thing. I was like, I don't know shit about this. So I'm still learning and trying to figure it out. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And it's like you said, you kind of just go into it and go, fuck it, head down. Let's, let's yep. make it happen. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, B. Hannon, thank you for the 100 bits. Alan Denson, thank you for the 300 bits. Um, so somebody in the chat, when you were saying that the community, uh, Coastal KC, I think that's what I said, Trent hates chat. <laughs> I, you know what? Fuck. I literally today was just bitching about some of the people in chat that just act like fucking assholes. How difficult is it for you, Trent, to just kind of like not let it fuck up your vibe? Because I know you know this. There are days when you're like, I do not feel like putting up with this bullshit. But you know, that's the <laughs> lifeblood, right? I mean, they're the lifeblood of what you do. So you kind of have to put up with the bullshit because you need no, them to you come do. back every day, right? But yeah. you snap sometimes, right? You're like, oh, fuck off. Like, I today I did. I Poor Flip. I was like, Flip, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. You get on my nerves. <laughs> do you ever snap like that on anybody? Have you ever had like an epic rant or freak out on oh. live? Oh, my God. Every day. Every day I'm bitching at chat. I'm calling them out. Uh, I mean, cause it's a lot easier to say some shit on the other side of the screen. Um, but no, I know it's, they're just fucking around. I never take it too personally. Uh, that's one thing you have to have in this industry is thick skin. Um, because you're going to get chirped, you're going to get ripped, you're going to lose some bets and mm. people are going to absolutely clown you. My DMS every night are just foul. You know, you might be the worst better I've ever seen, bro. How are you not? sleeping outside you've lost every bet blah 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 like it's the same shit every night um but you know i don't let it get to me and if if you do let it get to you it's just not gonna go well so um i, I yeah my bets do suck thanks plays the nugs um <laughs> somebody said trent hates uh, his mods too and then one of my mods goes hovey barry does too hey fuck off cc i don't hate the mods no, that's not true at all. Um, I can't imagine the pressure that you have, right? Like you have a community and you're, you're it, like for me, I, I think the big expectations, people are like, just be funny, just be entertaining. I'm not giving out, you know, I'm not costing people money. 
other than yeah. you know what they pay to support and then if they don't like the product they're like well fuck it but you know, do you uh there's got to be extra pressure right like you've got it it sounds so simple Right. It sounds so simple that it's like, oh, I just talk about betting and then bet. But there's a lot more to it. There's the pressure of that. There's the pressure of doing it and being entertaining. There's the pressure of coming up with something new every day and making that fun. Does does do you ever stop and think about that shit or is it just like, fuck it? I this is what I do. And just whatever happens naturally happens. Yeah, there's some days where like, let's say I lose all my bets, literally like shit. The night was awful. And then I wake up the next morning. I'm like, God damn it. I got to get on the can <laughs> and somehow pretend I'm not down 2K and, <laughs> you know, and somehow have the energy to lock in and be excited about today's games when I just lost literally 2K the night before. That that does suck sometimes. But, you know, I often, often remind myself that I'm doing what I love. Um, and, you know, meanwhile, my friends are in a nine to five in a cubicle, like yeah. sack up and get on the camera and, have a show, you know, I, 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 there's no way I could do that. There's no way I am. So I'm so emo, dude. I am. I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve on this show. If I'm pissed, everybody knows if I'm fuck, if I'm depressed, everybody knows there's just, and to lose 2k in a night and then try to come back. I'd be like, yeah, we're not doing a show. Fuck it. Like the, every show I did would be the best. Cause I would only do it on winners. <laughs> I would never be able to fucking. Do, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you yeah. must be. You must be a, a emotionally sound and strong person. Yeah, no, I would say I am for sure. I don't really let anybody hurt my feelings or you know chirp me for any reason. You know, because I know what I've done, what I've been able to accomplish is probably more than they've done in the last you know five years. I'm only twenty five. You know, and That's I started amazing. this when I was three and you know it, it's it's been a great journey uh but it does take a toll on me sometimes but chat makes it fun even though i hate them sometimes uh they're great all right everybody stop asking me to ask him because let me tell you something i'm not fucking you know new on this i know having done 600 and some odd shows of, with a chat as soon as everyone in the chat's like ask him about this i'm like they're just want him to be fucking angry i know whatever they're asking me to ask you about is gonna like trigger you or so i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i no, see I, it. I, you see it in the I chat see, you see them all I bringing it up questions. i see two questions both of them are valid it's not gonna trigger me okay one of them is ask about the westbrook interview yeah. I, no, okay. And I don't see the other one. What was the other one? I don't. Uh... <laughs> They're asking about the goat whale. Uh, uh, which oh, the goat whale. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And somebody said this dude's twenty five. No fucking way. Yeah. You. Um. You don't. You. You don't. Um. You don't come across as twenty five. You're obviously wiser and much more intelligent than most of these twenty five year old idiots in the world. <laughs> Uh, I'm 48. I'm old as fuck. I don't. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, first the Westbrook interview. What did, why is everybody telling me to ask you about it? Yeah. So I'm a diehard OKC Thunder fan. Mm -hmm. And when I was a freshman at college, I was doing anything I could to get my foot in the door in sports. Right. You know, and so I followed a Thunder account on Twitter that basically was just a little blog about the Thunder. Um, and I DM'd him and said, yo, I'd love to write for you. Um, you know, let me know if there's any openings. 
I would be willing to do it for free. And they were like, sure. So I was writing for them for like the first, for the first season. And then that season ended new season coming around off season. We, the thunder lands, uh, Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, which was like the biggest, you know, thunder signing we've ever had. We never get free agents or anything. Uh, and I was like, they were going to the media day after the trade, the company I was working for. And I was like, oh, can I come? And they're like, sure. So I go and I didn't really know what I was getting into, but little did I know it was an actual media day in the media room and we're asking the players questions. And Westbrook comes up to the podium and he's like my idol, always love Westbrook. And uh, I was like, I have to ask a question. I have to ask him. And I'm in the room with all the media and they're all in chairs and he's at the podium, just like you see on TV after a game. And uh, I had a question ready. Great question, by the way. It was going to be fire. And I get the mic and I'm looking up at Westbrook and he's looking at me like with these death staring eyes and uh, nothing came out of my mouth. Literally just straight gibberish. And I got so nervous and I just threw the mic at the guy next to me. Uh, and he saved me. He had a question somehow up his ass. And uh, and then Westbrook started dying laughing. The whole room was dying laughing. And within f- fucking five minutes, I go on my phone. I have thousands of notifications. Oh. It's already on Bleacher Report. Oh. Uh, it's everywhere. Yeah. So that was uh, brutal. That sucks so bad. And I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's laughing in the chat and giggling and look, yo, yuck it up. But I'm going to look as a guy who's been in those rooms in those um, post game press conferences, they can be intimidating when it's new to you. If you know, like my first year in radio and being in a post game press conference, I didn't ask shit because I didn't want to make myself look stupid in front of all these grizzled vets and guys that have been doing it for years. So um, I, uh, my heart breaks for you. I, these fucking assholes all laughing it up. I, I was just dying for you because I totally feel that I, 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 I that's why I just didn't ask. Cause I didn't want to go no, viral for that story. reason. I, 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 I love telling it. What was, the question, what was the question you were going to ask, but you just went, <laughs> if you look up nervous Westbrook guy on YouTube, it's on there. Yeah, that's that's the worst. You can't control what name you get. It's like uh, it's like if you have black friends, you don't get to pick your um, your 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 uh, nickname. Right. Like you're going to be like Fat Mike, but you're the only Mike, but you're still Fat Mike. When you go (laughs) viral, you're like, oh, nervous Oak Thunder guy. You're like, I don't want to be fucking nervous Thunder guy. I want to be new media guy or some shit. So I was going to ask him. uh so it was very shocking that we landed those two free agents and Westbrook and Carmelo were posting videos all summer of them working out together, but nobody was even talking about the fact that there's even a slight possibility that they would join forces and play. So I was going to ask them, like, was this planned all summer? You guys were working out all summer. When did you know that, you know, you were going to get these free agents on your team? Uh, and that was going to be my question. Nice. And it just didn't come out. Didn't come out. Did did you uh did did was it right after it happened? Did you immediately leave, or did you like? Well, I'm here. I'm fucking gonna no, soak I this asked up. Another or... question. What? Okay. Yeah. Now you're ballsy. I'd have left. 
I'd have fucking, I'd have been gone. So oh, yeah, did, you, did, did you get the question out the next time? So I, the guy who's in charge of passing the microphone is the biggest asshole ever and wouldn't give, it, give me another chance. And then thankfully the other reporters in the room were like, give them another chance. Dickhead. Oh like, yeah. Give them yeah. That's so good. Stephen Adams comes out and I got another chance and I got to ask him a question. Uh, and he actually ended up roasting me for my question. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I get being nervous, dude. I, I got to interview Ice Cube one time. or I was, Yeah, and I was – I mean, I grew up idolizing Ice Cube, dude. I just fucking – and my, my co-host at the time on ESPN, Joel Blank, uh, was able to get him for an interview, and I couldn't keep it together. I was just fucking giddy. So, and that's after years of this business. So I, I feel for you. Um, I was just waiting for you to tell me you're like, tried to do an Australian accent to impress Steven Adams or something. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been outstanding. Um, somebody in the chat goes, Oh, Chelly, uh, Chelly guys like, dude, I can't believe you got nervous thunder guy for an interview. <laughs> 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 yeah. I pulled some strings. Um, that's so funny. Were you, uh, so did that go viral? Did that, did that. That wasn't what oh, yeah. kind of was your spark for going viral, was it? Yeah, this was before the whole betting thing. I, okay. That was that hadn't happened yet. Um, yeah. But that was kind of the start of my media presence, I guess you might say. But, yeah, I, it was a crazy moment. The next morning, I'm in the frat house with all my brothers on the big screen. We've got ESPN. And on the side, you know how, like, on the side of ESPN, they have, like, what's coming next, you know? Yes. Yeah. It literally had on the side nervous Westbrook guy, and we're just like, "God damn it, we got to watch this whole episode of ESPN uh, and just, watch this shit happen." Yeah, and uh, I'm in there with thirty dudes, and I'm like, "God damn it, here we go! It's gonna, it's coming, it's coming!" And then it uh, comes, and it, it was actually they had a funny segment on it. It was like that was the most I've ever seen Russell Westbrook smile at a reporter I've, in his whole career, and honestly, it's kind of true. But, uh, yeah. That's all. Well, at least it, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine, dude, also being in front of or being around a, a, a whole fraternity of dudes. There was, there's no way that they would ever let you live that down. Ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that kind of was your, that was you from now on. You were nervous. Oh, yeah. Everywhere <laughs> I went. Oh, uh, that's hilarious, dude. I remember um, I always did that. Like, I always, that's why it's weird now. I do stand-up comedy and, and radio and shit like this because um, one time I was, I wanted to be a rapper in high school, and I went to this club called Kokomo's. I was the only white dude there, and I got on stage, and I just got booed mercifully. I mean, just mercilessly. Oh, God. It was awful, dude. It was, And that was like, bitch, I'm on beat. Doesn't that count? That didn't fucking matter. They didn't. They didn't give a shit that I was on beat. It was just awful. And um, the other time was I was playing basketball. I was like eighth grade, and I I shot a three point hook shot from like mid court. I I was I didn't have handles. Yeah, I didn't have handles, and uh, they trapped <laughs> at half court as I got across the line, and I just fucking what? And then the coach was like, "All right, come out. You're you're just now. We're just using you for fouls from now on." So I fucking panicked and. It was the worst. I wanted to switch schools, so you're a better man than me. I don't like that shit. I don't like. Uh, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like failing in public. It's the worst. Uh, 
Um, okay, yeah, another bringing up my rap name, Boom Boom. That's not, we don't need to do that. Hey, uh, well, Book and Sports, thanks for the follow. Poor Marine, thank you for the six bits. Steven Weather Guy, thank you for the one bit. Um, you mentioned earlier, like, your your DMs after a bad night are just full of garbage. Do you respond at all, or are you, like, just going to keep these guys on ignore? Yeah, it depends what kind of mood I'm in, to be honest. If I feel like being a troll, I'll respond. Uh <laughs> But most of the time, I just don't read them. It's uh, it, it it's it's not in me to do that. Like I have to fucking defend something. That's why I'm like <laughs> I could never do that. Like I, it's bad enough. Like you know, as a comic, you post shit online and people will come in and leave a shitty comment about your joke. This guy is not funny. He looks like whatever. And I'm like, nope, nope, fuck that. I got to go in and and go at it. There's I could never be a Kardashian. I'll tell you that fucking much. God, God, there's. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so I don't know how you do it. I, I just would have to not have uh, or check the DMs because uh, I'd be spending all day replying. Um, <laughs> that's just I can't. I can't do it. I just had one fucking lady say some shit on uh, Valentine's. I tweeted something out about Valentine's. I was like, yeah, you know, women say don't get them anything, but if you don't, they're never going to forget it. She was like, well, Valentine's isn't for men anyways. I was like, bitch, what? That's not okay. Yeah. That's not fair. No, not at all. That's why your husband cheats on you. I don't. Um, so let's real quick. We were talking about um, Barstool. Um, do you do you ever worry that um, with Book It and with all the things that you're building, do you ever worry that um, you're you're you'll be perceived as kind of chasing or trying to be some something similar to them, like just from a from an outsider's perspective that maybe doesn't know what you're trying to accomplish. Is that something where you're like, I don't, I don't want the public to misconstrue or, or the lay person to think that I'm trying to do something or be something I'm not. Um, you know, I think, I think that it's pretty clear what our intentions are. And that's simply to just connect sports betters with one another. You know, you should never gamble alone by yourself sweating shit out alone that's really what we preach here is you know just connecting coming together working together to beat the books that's all we are um with a sprinkle of entertainment of but it's all it's all directed towards gambling you know so we're not making podcasts about movies we're not making podcasts about sex we're not making you know content about anything else other than sports betting um and sure there's there's companies out there that are similar to those intentions, but I feel like the community we've built is so big that, you know, we, it's kind of already cemented on what we're intending to do long-term. Uh, <laughs> Kiss bro, chill, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but there's it, definitely, definitely, you know, I feel like we've kind of, we've kind of been on the scene with, <laughs> as, okay. as we battle, bro. Come on, Kish. You got me <laughs> tripping on my words here. But uh, no, I just feel like we kind of have already submitted what we want to do as a company, what we intend to do, what our goals are, and that's all about gambling. So uh, I, I hope no one misconstrues our intentions, but it's all about gambling. That's all we are every day. What if you could gamble on sex? Would that be okay? Like maybe you could, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It wouldn't be, Go ahead. Wouldn't be the weirdest thing I've done. What's the weirdest thing you've done? What's the weirdest bet you've placed? No, that would probably be the weirdest bet. <laughs> I mean, like, 
you know, you can, I, I'm sure, I'm sure they have, they have a fucking, you can gamble on just about everything. There's no way uh, that you couldn't gamble on sex somehow, right? Like maybe, you know, number of names on the uh, Epstein list. Uh, you're taking the under or the over 110, right? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, something like that. I that that would kind of blend the two, right? I guess. Okay. <laughs> I would take that over for sure. You're taking, the, <laughs> you're taking the over on the Epstein list? Okay, I got to write that down. That's, uh, that's somehow. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little Super Bowl. I. I didn't want to be like, oh, I, you know, let's do the shit that you always do and have to talk about. But is there is there something you try to do different when it comes to a game like this um, for the platform and, and, and even for yourself to keep you interested? Or are you just just chasing money? You don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Super Bowl is is. Every gambler is like Super Bowl, which is a stupid analogy, but it is, you know, it's the goddamn Super Bowl. It's a huge football game that all of us love, you know, overhyping everything, every aspect of it, uh, you know, betting on the Gatorade between song of the first halftime show to the over under on the, uh, what do you call it, Play, the national anthem, you know, there's just so many aspects to it. Obviously, who's going to win the game is, you know, the most popular one, but uh, there's just so many fun things about it. You know, you got everyone separated on two different sides of the game, but then, you know, being able to come together and have fun with these stupid props that everyone's betting on. Uh, it's just a great, it's a great event for sports bettors and gamblers. Okay. So there are, I, I had a, there was an article that I talked about on the show earlier that there's like something like $16 billion that'll be gambled uh, by a 30 million adults or some 50 million adults on the Super Bowl. Um, and it is a time when, you know, a lot of amateurs like myself will, you know, roll out a couple bucks and just have a rooting interest some way or the other. But I found myself the last year and a half or so getting more into wagering and gambling. And I do, a, I have, you know, I'm a numbers nerd guy, so I kind of came up with my own formula for picking games and shit like that. If there are guys that, and, and gals out there that are wanting to get more into uh, gambling, getting into picking games and, and, and just wagering in general, what's, what's the best advice you would give them uh, as they look to, you know, venture, dip a toe into the water? Because it can be kind of scary and intimidating. Oh, yeah, for sure. One, I would say probably <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's so funny because I asked at the old radio station, we had dudes, these old heads that gambled. I was like, what's the one thing you would say? He was like, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Every, I every gambler I talk to that has been doing it for a while is like, don't do it. Yeah. I don't know what my life would be like if I just didn't bet <laughs> on sports. But here we are. Dude, uh, no, that's but- hilarious. Definitely practicing, you know, smart bankroll management, being able to limit your bet size um, always is one of the most important things, you know, because you get in a hole and you don't know how to get out of it. Then it becomes a mess and then it's just a shit show. And then it's just not healthy for you uh, to do that. So practice bankroll management, learn from somebody who's done this before, has been doing it for a long time on how to manage a bankroll. Um, But that would be my biggest piece of advice, just learning how to, use units and i'm still learning i'm still learning as i have you know five units on a six leg parlay today that's not how you should gamble you know take one unit place it on one bet don't parlay take straight bets you'll be all right 
That's see, yeah. Somebody in the chat said Chelly guy won me some money. Yeah, a couple times. He had me on the Leafs over six and a half at one point and one, and then because I never bet hockey or any of that shit. But he, uh, yeah, I, I tell Chelly a couple times and made some money, and somebody popped in yesterday. And you do it different though. You'll be like, hey, what's everybody's? Uh, what what am I gonna bet on? I was watching one of your streams. And somebody was like, here's my play of the day. And they threw out something. I don't even remember what the fuck it was. And they were like, you're not going to, you're not going to tell that. Are you? And you were like, yeah, I fucking am. I tell everything. I was like, you, you tell all this shit. You don't know how fucking stupid these people are. Trent, these no, could be I, fucking complete morons that they're giving you advice and you still do it. <laughs> well, I'm a complete moron and people still <laughs> take my back. It goes back and forth. <laughs> But, uh, no, I listen to sell jobs. If I like what I hear, I'll take it. I'm not betting on everything on the stream or else I would literally be sleeping out there if I did. But <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty smart, too. I know what's, you know, a good bet or not. I know I'm the fade god. I lose money all the time. But I'm actually smart, too, chat. Like, give me my props. Come yeah. On. You guys are such dicks. Look, uh, <laughs> Trent actually has solid cappers in his corner. Okay. But, dude, yeah. I, well, okay. I, he might, and you might, Trent. I'm not saying you don't, but uh, I also know I'll be on, you know, taking a shit at one o'clock in the morning on TikTok, scrolling, and there you go. And you've got the fucking it, random NBA pick, and then the fucking ran over under random. And then up was like, it had you taking like Harden over rebounds or some shit. I was like, he's not going to do that. Is he fucking you really are you doing these just well, random hit. ass TikTok filter bets? <laughs> the first time I did it actually won. And so I was like, fuck, we got to do that again. And then sure enough, every single one lost. In every sense. How, how many times have you done that random ass TikTok filter betting shit? Oh, you've done it twice. twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So once it won and once it didn't, you're gonna is that is that you're mixing that in from now on? Yeah, every now and then I'll sprinkle that in and see how it goes. Just new content. Okay. Uh well who do you like in this game? I mean, I'm sure if you're out here wagering on sports, you do your research on the teams. Uh thoughts on the Super Bowl. What how do you see it going and uh not just from a gambling perspective, but uh, just from a game perspective? Yeah, I have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year. I said it. Uh, at the start of the playoffs, they're a wagon. There's such a complete team on both sides of the ball. You know, I think Mahomes is going to get his. He's going to get his rings. But this year, it's just not going to be this. It's not going to be one of those years. He's going to finish with like four or five rings. Uh, mm. This year, the Eagles are going to take it, though. They are. Got it. Um, yeah. What? How, there was something I was going to ask. Fuck. Now I forgot. I, I, I hate that so much. I'm having my nervous uh, thunder question moment. <laughs> Um, I really, oh, oh, I remember what it was. I was the other day and whenever I watch your videos, I, um, I'm always like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Like you guys have your own language. Like you literally, I made a funny, uh, I was bored on a Saturday and I was, I watched one of your videos and I saw a couple of tweets from like, uh, Chelly God and a couple other people associated with the book. And I was like, they legitimately have their own language. So i I made like a, um, would I make a Rosetta Stone advertisement where you could get like English, <laughs> French, and, and book it. You could learn fucking book it. Like what, where does this come from? Is this just, I mean, it's like Green Goblin and fucking 
what what the fuck is it? What are you saying? I have no idea. You might as well be like a some Cajun that I can't understand. What the fuck is this? I don't know. There's just been something about me always, even before betting. I always make up stupid names for shit, um, whether it's nicknames or just stupid slang. My friends and I, something about Southern California and coming up with stupid slangs, I swear. Uh, but going to college, too, I definitely picked up on a lot of other kids' slangs. And, you know, as we started gambling and shit, it just got, they're saying so many different slangs in my chat right now. And I'm I, seeing it. it. A, I'm seeing it. Double donkey cocklock. What? I, I think I met her. Uh, what What the fuck is a double donkey cocklock? Is that just a, it's just a lock of the week or some shit? Yeah. It's like a nuke, you know? A, a what? A what? <laughs> <laughs> a nuke pod okay yeah i'll play now that somebody dude this is how fucking stupid i am like i'm out here wagering on shit right i'm just learning the basics and somebody from uh the book it gang was in my uh they just popped in one day randomly they're like hey what's up barry what's the pod i was like i don't even know what the fuck <laughs> that means they're like play of the day i was like i'm fucking stupid okay I'll, maybe i shouldn't be wagering simple wagers i'm too fucking dumb to understand what play of the day is all right so these are just the chat is just going fucking crazy it's shit cakes nuke pods complete nuke job um i'm get what is give me three or four green goblins is the one i was like what the fuck is a green yeah. goblin <laughs> Green gobbies, of course. That's when uh, on prize picks, when when the play wins, it turns green and it's a goblin. You know. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. You definitely yeah. need to publish a glossary for especially like when you get, huh? Yeah, we need a glossary for. Well, sure. yeah, when you get new, you know, new people that show up to the chat, they're probably like, "What the fuck are these guys saying?" I don't. <laughs> And you try to fit in. I mean, I'll watch and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. And I'm like, what's a shit cookie? What is, yeah, yeah, I don't, you need a, you need like an online glossary. We can go to the website and be like, oh, okay. That makes sense. The double donkey, whatever the fuck that. (laughs) How many different, how many different terms, slang terms would you say you have? Just There's easily, easily a hundred plus. It's fucking hilarious. I know. That is hilarious. Dude, this was this was so badass, man. I could probably keep you for another hour, but I promise I won't do that. I know you got shit to do in Empires to Build, man. Uh, and I got to go do the dishes. So, um, hey, man, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, tell the people how they can follow you. I mean, most of the chat is yours, but there's a subset that's not. We yeah. had like 60 when you got here. So tell the 60 that don't know about you. How they can uh, yeah, follow, follow keep me? Up. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch. All book it with Trent. Twitch is actually book it sports, and you can follow the book it sports Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok accounts as well to see all of the creators under our umbrella. Um, what we're doing every day. So follow us there. Do it. How many? How many? How many creators do you have under the uh, under the book it umbrella? We've got four. It's myself and like four others. Nice. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. See, empire building. Hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Hey, right is wrong. Thank you for the 25 bits. And thank you, everybody that came in and followed on the raid and hung out and watched. And and again, man, I, I not only do I appreciate you taking the time to do this, but thank you seriously for sharing uh, the book community with me. That's a, that's a really cool thing that I know you don't have to do. So I, I really do appreciate it, man. Of course, my guy.
That is Trent from Book of Sports. Make sure you go follow, and uh, thank you so much for doing it. All right, that is it. A uh, Another one in the books. That was outstanding. Uh, good times indeed. Cody, thank you for the follow. Yo, um, a sh- big shout out to Trent for doing that. I, that is a busy, busy man with a lot of shit on his plate. Uh, and I appreciate him moving some shit around and... Um, taking the time to sit down for damn near an hour and you know what chat i am so glad oh thank you twitch jesus for not fucking that up and uh us not having tech problems like we have the two other really exciting interviews that i tried to do on this godforsaken show hey uh right is wrong thank you for the 18 bits thank you for the 400 bits Shout out one more time to Trent. That was uh, outstanding. And uh, I'm looking forward to more Big Donkey Cock. What is it? Snorkeling and Martha Stewart piss? Yeah, I can't wait to go snorkeling in Martha Stewart's Stewie's piss. It probably was one that I wouldn't have gone with. Um, all right, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks to the Booker Gang for hanging out. Thank you to the Deckheads for allowing me the... Uh, opportunity to do that interview that was very selfish of me but i appreciate you guys uh for hanging out thank you everybody for the follows thank you for the uh hype trains and i appreciate you guys hopefully you come hang out with me tomorrow remember no show tomorrow back on thursday two o'clock right here until five o'clock central time like we do all the time man um until i see you next time do me three favors be safe be kind most importantly love each other i'll see y'all next time Bye. Let's see if we got a raid. Hey, Ellen G. Thank you for the follow. I don't know if I said that right. Oh, let's see who we raiding. Who we raiding? Chelly, are you going on? I don't think Chelly's on yet. Nope. I don't see Chelly's on. Uh, is there anybody to raid? I no channels under my raid. So, fuck it. I guess we don't. Uh... Anybody got a suggestion? Let's see who we got. Chelly 26. Oh, Chelly, are you on? Chelly Pod is a lock now. Poor Marine said, what the fuck, Barry? What'd I miss, poor Marine? What'd I miss? What did I miss? I feel like I missed something. Oh, poor Marine, thank you for the six bits. Is that, is that what I missed? I feel like I, I don't know what to put. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. All right. Hey, Chelly. All right. Chelly's fired up. Everybody hang tight. We're just going to raid a Chelly uh, when he gets fired up. So fucking like, bro, hurry. I got to pee. Oh, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just for tomorrow, though. Poor Marine. I'll be back on Thursday. And we're actually doing a show Friday. Normally, we don't do shows on Friday. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to make it up. Since I'm not doing Wednesday, I'm going to do Friday. Uh, we're going to do a whole. I'm thinking about doing a whole like Super Bowl radio row where I just have people in non-stop for all three hours of the show so chelly guy's gonna fire up his stream he's just you know taking forever and that's cool just leave me here with no music and here I'll just play the music again <laughs> well we gotta get you know how how uncool would that be get raided from book it and then like give it to somebody else and not to get you guys back into the book at first I feel like i made that up that get you guys back in the donkey piss Martha Stewart's cuckold verse. I don't know. I don't know the lingo. Okay. I don't, I don't know the lingo at all. Um, Hey, tidal wave. I appreciate you, pimp. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. This is going to be a long day tomorrow for me. I'm driving to Dallas. 
I see him up. All right. You guys, enjoy the raid. I will see you uh, on Thursday. Y'all be cool. Bye. Five seconds. There we go. There we go. Y'all hang out. Deckhead, say hi to Chelly. We'll see y'all Thursday. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.